and welcome to Elite Cadre, the Washington Hordes podcast Alex. that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm Mike. I'm Alex. I'm Kurt. I'm Nick. I'm Ben. Oh, he's here again. Who let All him right. in? Right. in. Well, we, we seem to have expanded Not from like a three-person podcast to a five-person podcast in the space of a couple of weeks. Five's too many. Vote out who... No, hang on, we're not doing that. I hate no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Alex. No referenda. <laughs> oh, God. Vote leave on... <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. Good start. Sorry, what just happened? Uh, everything happened mic. all at once. Anyway... I think we should start with some news. Woo. Starting is always good. I agree with the starting bit. Yeah. Well, we eventually started. I mean, you know, might as well carry on. Mm-hmm. The news three is hours. a really grim place right now. Can we do something else? Okay. Um, so the first of the uh, the, 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 the new things... Dead, dead, dead. Yes, quite. Shut up. Uh, is stop. Moving on. Gergi Granville. Um, <laughs> you went a bit far there. Yeah. Is the... Knight's Exemplar Officer. <gasps> yes. Has that been previewed as a model? Is that on PP? Preview somewhere? Uh, yeah. so, um, it, 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 would be, it would be the one that I posted in the chat, not like five I minutes. I was 3D listening to digital you. sculpt, isn't it? It's, it? Yeah, it is a digital sculpt. Um, it actually looks fairly nice. Looks like an Exemplar Officer. Yeah. It's uh, rather, rather pricey, the actual uh, model on the table. Doesn't it uh, sound a bit like a giant scorn war beast? Anyway, moving on. The name mm. of it. No. Oh. I don't know what you're getting at, and quite frankly, I'm confused. And I'm just going to move on. I think it's uh, <laughs> the fact that I read Tiberian is the same thing as part of, as for the same line of text. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um. So yes, it's a very nice digital sculpt. Um. A well, first of all, it's a nice exemplar without the helmet, which is interesting. It's um, a new one. Yeah, He's still got true. his helmet. He's just holding it. Uh, it's a she, isn't it? I was going to say, do she, you want to reassess yeah, that? She, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't go. load the model up. Now I've loaded it up. I forgot it's a she. Yeah. She is an amazing badass. God, she's a sexist. Bigger too. I don't too. remember. But I thought most of the like, Templar models were male. I don't know. That they are. Uh, well, they're either male you or you can't tell the gender because they've got a helmet on. And they're wearing armour. Well, quite. Proper armour, not boob armour. True. To be fair, there is quite um, a lot of that going around in PP's stuff, so it's um, how you, it's how you tell which ones are the uh, precursors of female as well. Which I didn't uh, realise until didn't realise until I started painting. It's like, oh, some of these are women. Okay, they're slightly more nimble. Their armour's slightly um, less chunked out. Yes, but at least and, they're not just wearing a bra and knickers. Made of well, them. yes, quite barbarian. Um, they're not quite a demonette, should we say? No. So yeah, Ew. nice, nice sculpt. Big billowy cloak, um, very unique kind of look for a knight's exemplar. Uh, Kurt, you're wearing like a dress. A little bit, a little bit, I suppose. You could have done with her in Mark too. She would have made exemplars like bonkers. She does make exemplars bonkers. She does now, yeah, as well, but still. I think granted cleave uh, on a unit of weapon masters is pretty Ooh. good. Yeah. A little bit. That's nice. As, as well as tactics overtake. Oh. <gasps> yep. That's that's pretty nifty. I like um, so for those who who aren't in the know, I'm not saying that I'm not, but if there are, you know, not, what exactly does Cleave and Overtake do? So uh, Cleave, I know what it is, but why don't you tell me so that I can confirm that you know? Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying. God, that's like a really bad secondary school teacher. <laughs> Cleave, when you destroy a model with the attack, 
you can make an additional melee attack. And yeah, that that's good. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Overtake, when you destroy one or more enemy models with a combat action, you get to make a one-inch advance. Brilliant. Good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you knew that. Yeah. And in general, that will mean that they'll get to either move or charge in, make an attack, if they kill something, make an advance, they uh, can advance, advance an inch. Advance. Advance your heart is. Advance an inch, uh, and then take another attack. Beware, and um, exemplar are um, reach one. Is that correct? Range one on the mellow weapons? No, yes, they're, they're is it two? Are they? I thought yep. they were two. Uh, well, she's definitely uh, one inch. Uh, so let's have a look. That's weird. The relic blades are always two. Oh well, there we go. No, they weren't. Oh, oh weren't they? Oh they, no, they weren't. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were no point five. Yeah. Um, I'm actually having trouble finding. Ah, there we go. Knight's exemplar. Yep, one inch. Nice. Oh, uh, the, the base unit is nine points with battle driven, which is pretty good. But giving so them an one extra where to take damage, they get better. Uh, no, it's where they get pathfinder with a charge. Well, hang on. It's when one or more models in this unit are damaged by an enemy attack. Oh. After the attack is resolved, models in this unit gain plus two strength, plus two arm, and pathfinder for a That's round. That's all of the above. Good. Yeah. Uh, which makes them PNS 13 weapon masters that are armor 17. That's better. That's what I said. Makes them better. That's simpler than how many died? Three have died. That means plus three, plus, yeah. plus four now because he's yeah. died as well. It's, it's yeah, nicely simplified. Um, so all in all, I think quite a nice model. Good set of rules. Maybe a little bit of exp- a little bit expensive because it's over half the cost of the unit again for one extra. Four model. points is she? Five. Five. Oh, right. yeah, well, unit, well over half a point. The unit's not always She adds a lot to the unit. She does make it a fourteen-point unit. Uh, it's. There's no question. Oh, about they're nine. So I thought you said they were seven. No, they're they're nine. No, that'd be bonkers for seven. Jeez. Um. Anyone else got anything to say about the uh, the uh, officer? Love the model. Looks awesome. Yeah, really nice. Is that Kriyov's girlfriend now? Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> I think uh, it, Kri- it's kind of a really lot of what they're doing is girlfriends. a bit chunky though. I think it's all looking so. a bit kind of. This is gonna. It, it's definitely gonna help that unit. Be more survivable, especially since you don't end up with a super solo at the end anymore, um, who's gained so much strength and armor from the rest of his buddies dying. Um, but you then fire a sniper at him. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it is actually really viable regardless of the points. Yeah. It's a really good scrappy unit now. The under a feat like Kreos 2 is going to be really good. Oh yeah, yeah with um with the advance and then an extra attack. Nice. Yeah, yeah, they're just going to slaughter stuff. Okay. Uh, so the next model. Have you uh, seen my warpies, Tibbers? Yes, quite. Um, the next one that's on my list is Tiberian. Uh, so. Yes. No. Maybe. Command, Command and Conquer references, really. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so Tiberian is part of the whole quest that PP seems to be having to take Read away. Well, take away the add-on kits. Hmm. Because originally they came up with this line of add-on kits that went on some rather mixed plastic jacks, warbeasts, um, and they're now getting some rather individual sculpts in that are actually making them. I mean, this looks much more dynamic than that original Tiberian sculpt. Yeah, because the original one you you could do a sort of a, a bit of a lunge forward with it, but there wasn't lunge. much else. I mean, all, all the all the titans are. On that chassis arc, obviously look very similar. I think it's kind of one of the ones that is more difficult to discern which one is which um, between the Cannoneer and the Gladiator. 
I mean, um, Tibbers was always fair, yeah. Tibbers was always fairly obvious because he got the the, the, the large sort of club uh, and yeah. the shield. So but again, that, that, I mean, the, the, very similar to the Sentry. Obviously, he's a character yeah. Sentry. Yeah. But very similar to the Sentry. You could play something different. like. Yeah, I mean, Getrix, though, for example, you know, was very different because he had the big axe and, you know, it was a, a very much a different silhouette than in the other ones. But I think it's, it, it kind of comes back to something we've said before about silhouettes. You know, you need to have that unique silhouette to make well, it easily identifiable. One interesting change here is that they are changing Tibber's silhouette. Yeah. Uh, his armour has changed quite a bit. It's, it's lost the back banner and gained... He's got two back banners. Well, they're not banners. His armor has completely shifted. It's, yeah, it's... Uh, he, he's. I mean, some people have said he's more like a bronze back now than yeah. uh, he yeah, was before. Yeah, which is interesting, and that, that's an interesting shift in that they've gone back to something and said, actually, we we just we need to change the design on this and get it to do something else. Um, and I've got to say, it looks a lot better. I'd agree. A lot more dynamic. Much more. Absolutely. Uh, well, well your resident ex-school, Alex, thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to say, it's, I think it's a, a nice shift. It makes it a lot more easily identifiable uh, as what it should be on the table. Um, yeah, I think all, all the new um, new improved character jacks and beasts are all looking really good. Cool, cool. One day they might even get round to uh, having a decent chassis for Ross and Ante. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm down. quite looking forward to seeing uh, how, well, if they do, and I assume when they do, uh, a new death jack. I think that could be quite... Uh, <laughs> it's going to be the last one. They're going to go through everything else first. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I've always, I mean, I've, I've always liked the concept of Jet, Death Jack, even from when he was kind of in the Monster Nomicon as uh, a D and D monster, effectively. Oh, the whole uh, thing about this sort of wandering lost war Jack that kind of gets it. tempted to places to join Eat temporarily. Souls. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's an interesting concept, yeah. even if it did look like he got two gramophones strapped to his back. A little bit. Yeah. Little bit. Grammar time. Whoa, whoa. No. Okay. Uh, what? Just, just no, Benj. No. All right, all right. Yes, so the next thing we have is the was it the Stormsmith Grenadiers? Yeah. Um. They, 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 Yay, they look. Lightning. Lots they, of hair. <laughs> yeah. Hair standing on end. They look like Stormsmiths. Only they have ice cream cones, and they don't want to eat them. They want to throw them at you. That's basically um, it. They're also holding clocks for some reason. I'm not quite sure what what they've got. Steampunk public enemy. Steampunk public enemy. Steampunk enemy. Public enemy. No. What has the clock got to do with the ice cream cone? Steampunk in it. It's lightning time. <sighs> oh, I can't touch this. Why, why are we throwing lightning grenades? Why? Can't touch this. Okay. <laughs> to to be fair, I love the are... fact that they've got swords as well. <laughs> uh, no, they're knives. They've got swords that they'll have no rules for. No, they, they have them. They're trench knives. Oh, they're oh. Uh, they're a 0.5 inch melee range, POW 3, PNS 7. Wow. Yep. A Mat 5. Yep. Hardcore. Bring down Death Jack in no yep. time. <laughs> so, so I think if, you, if you're trying to bring down Death Jack with those knives, though, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's cards on the table. You're doing it wrong. You're almost better off if one of them is in melee just bombing it with the others because they're immune to their own bombs. Wow. So nice. They've actually got a nice little collection of stuff. It's it's another one of these new sort of three-man units that's going around. Five um, wounds? No. No wounds. Nice. No wounds? So they're automatically no dead as soon as you put them on the table? Yep. Wow. It's an interesting wow. strategy. Seven points for three. They've got a range six, power 13, AOE three, gun each. 
which can have one of three attack types. Um, one of which is minus two speed, which... Black oil? Can they black oil? No. No. They're lightning grenadiers. And they can rust, though, can't they? No. They've got lightning assault, haven't they? Rust. Still no. Or assault. No assault. Strong clouds have got assault. I agree with rust. How could they not have rust? Because lightning doesn't make things rust. So... I bet you'd rust if you got him out of lightning. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't. You'd rust, you'd rust your trousers. Uh, I think science says we need to try it. Nick, what do you think of the sculpts? The sculpts are pretty nice, but I can't see them hitting the table, so I'm going to buy them and put them on my nice spinny plasma orb because they will look pretty up there. <laughs> fair, fair enough. They you can be right the in the blister. on top of the storm strider because it has more chance of going on the table. Okay. Oh, fair yeah, enough. you well, could just fill the gantry on the storm strider with <laughs> all, all the storms. We're going to have a striker one, a striker two, a striker three, a lady striker. We should probably move on from these models then, I feel. They are really nice pre models, I've got to say that, but they're more storms and we've got lots of storms. Fair enough. Okay, well, the next one up would be the Satixis Gunslingers. These are prettier models. How, how can I restart my cricks? You, you can if you want to spend those points, stroke money, whatever. But, uh, what points? Yeah. They do look good. They look yeah. pretty cool. They look like Satixis. They have guns. There's not really much more to it. They, and they quite they, like ducks, apparently. Yeah. Look like a duck. What? Nothing yes, quite. Um, no, they're, they're pretty fitting for what they're meant to be. They look piratical. Left-hand one looks like Loki. <laughs> I see where you're going. They, do, they do have the right horns for Loki. I'll agree with well, that Well, the left-hand one. one definitely does. Loki with two yeah. pistols and boobs, obviously. <laughs> I was going to say, that the left-hand one has more of a vibe of a fortune teller than the other two. The other, yeah. What, with the, the, the beads around? Yeah. I like them. Did they're you know awesome. most, uh, most statistics are made up on the spot? They've um, they've all got uh, very unique personalities that you can see in the models, which is pretty cool. Have they all got? Have yeah. they all got? Have they all got great racks, special rule? Uh, no, but they have horns, which are crit. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, but great rack is only on Scar. Only Scar has a great rack. Yeah. So when you say you can see they've got different personalities, is it a bit like a, a girl band? Have we got like one that's like forty five? Well, like, the one on the left looks like she's trying to be all graceful and elegant, and the one in the middle looks like she's being all fierce and aggressive, and the one on the right looks like she's all cocky and. They yeah. all look like. I think I thought I think you thought the one on the right is Tracer. Cheers, um, <laughs> love. No. <laughs> They all look like the Easter Rock in Asda. <laughs> <laughs> they do need to go get some t-shirts. I come and look. I was thinking of the whole girl band where they should be, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> should be car, perhaps. Pushing trolleys. It's mm. the new girls allowed. Um, anyway, yes, they're, they're, they're good sculpts. It's an interesting unit, especially for Cricks. Um, giving them a proper range unit seems weird. The dog agrees. Yeah. yeah that dog definitely fucking agrees. It's the age of um, the year of gun majors. Was that what PP promised us? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But we still haven't got game three. No, you're not going to. It's going to be a merc. I'll play mercs if I can carry on playing Kane. <laughs> it's fine. Will it be a merc with a mouth? Yeah, it might be. That's Kev Bryant. God. No, you, you might want to reanalyze that one. Um, yeah, I think so. It's not Kev Bryant. <laughs> it really isn't. Okay. Well, speaking of the year of gun majors. One of the most anticipated resculpts, just to the point where most Signal players have gone, no, I don't want these anymore. It's but a resculpt of the Black 13. But I already have three. I don't need more. 
You got three I units. Used, I've got three units of the Black Thirteenth. Uh, I've got two. The unit I never get rid of when I change from Signar to come back, to then change from Signar and come back again. Mm. Um, and I'm just used to the old old models now. Like make them bigger. I'm not going to be able to tell where they where they are. But I will, because they're going to be the only gun mages maybe touching the table. You can retire them. The, anyway, normal, yeah. the normal gun mages are okay. They're just not in the place they were. Let's let's. They face took it. dead eye off Haley too. Gun mages are dead. Uh, to be fair, taking true sight off them hurt them as well. But let's yeah. not go there. Um, <laughs> you can retire they, the Black Thirteenth, the old models, to like Hornby Railway sets now. Could I use them? <laughs> in, could I could I use Ryan just instead of uh, gun mage Captain Adepts? Does that work? Uh, no. Very <laughs> right. I, I prefer you did. Uh, but no, um, I think these new sculpts are nicer. They're a little chunkier, you know, in, in, keeping, with, in keeping with the new PP aesthetic. Um, it's easy to pick out which one's which. They look like gun mages. I'm not sure what more you want. It's These ones have been 3D rendered by, uh, was it Javier Urena from Spain, who did the Haley 3 unit as well. Okay. So and Uretha. Uh, something like that. And um Zal as well. He does a lot of infinity work. His three D sculpting's really good. I was gonna say I've not got the three D renders, but I do have yeah. the, the fully painted ones. There you go. Uh, of the three D renders in the Are you put them in the side but I put them in the side I put the side Oh but... no don't <laughs> Girl, I want to take you to a sidebar. Take you to the sidebar. Oh. I'm thrusting my genitals at the sidebar, sidebar. They do have a lot more personality than the tiny little baby Black 13th do. Yeah. So... I've got to say, at that size, at the, at the size they are on um, this website, that they are very nicely done. They are very nicely done. But, um, I mean, they've changed the... So the Ryan sculpt is still the same. It, not the sculpt still the same. The Ryan pose is still the same, but they've, they've completely changed it for... Uh, Lynch. Yeah. Oh, damn Lynch. No, she's changed. Um, Ryan's changed. One of the guns is in the air. She had both guns pointed forward. Oh, of course she did. Yeah, she had the. It's. I'm thinking Mate of. Moves, yeah. um, what's the mercenary gun mage last? Taryn Dilla Rivers. Taryn. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of Taryn. Taryn has the. Yeah. The up and across pose. Yeah, cool. Just take Taryn and Ryan, and no one will know which one to shoot if you paint them the same paint scheme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Making gun mages good by misdirecting your opponent. Taryn needs a re-sculpt. Yeah, she does. Badly. I was going to say, I, I, she seems fine to me, but I've not painted that model yet. So. She's all hood in the head. You can't she like... is. I think she's one of the um, original uh, IK RPG miniatures. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, she along was with... an IK RPG yeah. uh, character that made it across yeah. to Warmsh. With Rutgers or... Yeah. And Bradagus as well. Bradagus was a uh, Bradagus was. It looks uh, cooler. Completely different sculpt, but yes, Bradagus was around. <laughs> wow. Oh, Today I learned. Uh, okay, uh, let's move on from the gun mages. We next up have the Crix Inflictor. Yeah. It, it exists. Yeah, it exists. It's actually coming out. It's a model. Yeah, I, I've got to say I'm not fond of this sculpt. I'm, I'm, it, it looks a bit all over the place. Yeah, I don't like the harpoony one anyway. That's in Cricks with the gangly arm. Reaper. Yeah, that one. And it's mum. They, they look. Um, That's mum. They, uh, they just. I really don't like Cricks jacks. Their aesthetic looks weird. The old Seether looks like an alien with like tanked up arms and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, fuck off, Cricks. Right. <laughs> well, I don't not. agree with the weird, but I agree with the fuck off, Cricks. No, that's okay. 
Man, it's got that's... a snake for one arm and a weird shield on the other arm, and its body looks far too big. That's like um, me. And the, the, the one, the one comment I'd have looking at it is, what's going on with the head? It's kind of tilted slightly. To go... I, I can't see any part of what the head's meant to be. I see some two metal tusks out the side, and the rest is just kind of a mess. There's a spike in the middle as well, but I don't know yeah. if the angle's just quite bad on that picture. Quite, I mean, PP are very fond of taking bad photographs of their miniatures, as we all know. Um, do more with them. Sounds like a half cent. But yeah, I'm not not particularly fond of the Inflictors model, if I'm honest. Um, but you know, if you like your Crick stuff, you might like it. Your mileage may vary. And why, we... and why are you listening to this podcast? And that's yes. the bottom line. Because Stone Cold. I don't think you did. All right, Alex. Uh, okay, should we, should we move on from the Inflictor? Uh, yeah. We next, oh, we next to have more Cricks. <laughs> the Carrions. Didn't we see the Carrions ages ago? Uh, I think we saw a render of them ages ago, but we've not seen the models. I've not seen the models. The little ravens on their yes. flight bases. Because PP Neat did more flight bases. <laughs> just put blue tack on the table because you haven't painted them yet. Well, for years and years, they didn't do flight bases at all. That's true. Other than they made nah. time. Nah, we're going to have... Convergence appeared. It's the fact that one of them attaches... Oh, sorry, more than one, in fact, attaches to the flight base through a skull that's set at the top of the flight base. Oh, oh wow, they're becoming Games Workshop. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. There's a connection between skulls and Games Workshop. I think we know what story's going on there. What's that? <laughs> Alex, Alex, get with me on this. Apparently, there's a connection between skulls and Games Workshop. There's a connection between what? Skulls. Them having skulls. Skulls oh, on their models yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that true? I haven't like... missed that one. Yeah, no, it's not very obvious, is it? No, they hide it well. Yeah. <coughs> Lovely. What Sorry. Sorry, I thought it was muted still. Sorry. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, yes, you are an idiot. Yeah, but you're my favourite kind of idiot. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah. Oh, what makes you look clever? <laughs> anyway, no. the models for these are fine. Um, they're fine. They're, they're, going. they're fine. Yeah, they're fine for what they are. I'm not sure the unit's going to see a lot of play. But birds. You can put birds on the table. Cacol. Ten Cacol. points for a full unit. A point a model. I, I, I'm going to move on. Yeah. Because we're, we're clearly infused about this. Not really. Uh, <laughs> we don't have a Cricks player at all, do we? I uh, picked up some Cricks. You might have picked up some Cricks, but you hate the game, so you don't count. <laughs> I hate the game. I hate the game at all. Why would you pick up Cricks? Why would you pick up Sticks? Anyway, the <laughs> last one of our previews that we have is the new model for Getterix. Yay. Marked him for a while ago, too. He um he doesn't look like a druid though I don't understand. So so is this a is this is this a PP returning to the epic bases? I mean look at that. Look at no, that base. It's, he's standing on a rock. Better. He's just the, making the power as big as Madrax rock. Yeah. I I've I've got to say in in contrast to you Bench I really don't like this sculpt. Really? I, I think you, I think the bit that I find distracting is that you can kind of see a face in his neck and it's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> what, there, there is a little bit of that yeah. What the, I don't the, like the, the is... The wet dog the, hair underneath the chin. Yeah. What I don't <laughs> like is the fact that the Getterix has become the feral warp wolf conversion thing. I never really liked that model. It was far too... It just didn't really fit the oh, Irish style. Char- he's a character stalker, isn't he, really? Is that, that's, that's right, isn't it? Uh, he's in between a stalker and a feral. 
Right. Uh, yeah. or, is, or is it Stalker in a Pure Blood? Because he uses parts from both from two different models on the kit, uh, essentially, because you've got the the Feral that's got its arms in one position and the Stalker that's got something else, and it uses the, the tail from the yeah Pure Blood or whatever. Yeah, it's one yeah, tail for all three kits. Yeah. Shut up. To be, you to be honest. A circle. To be honest, I really don't like any of the extreme sculpts. So oh, when... the, the extreme rat is terrible. Yeah, it's no, horrible. I really don't like the extreme. Uh, but I've got I've got one of those. It's still in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex tried to have it off me for free for a long time, and it's still sat in the box. For free? Yeah, he didn't want to pay me for it. Well, you got it for free, I, I, didn't I, you? I did get it for free. I want it somewhere here. Yeah. Wasn't it at some point trying to bribe you with cider? A bottle, though. Let's be fair. How oh, big yeah. was it? White lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Six litres of oh. white lightning. <laughs> oh, five litres. But Kurt would have to come to the local park to come and collect it. Um, <laughs> it's hidden behind that wall there. You can't look when you pick it up. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I've, I've got to say I prefer the old Getterix. I don't like I don't like this for the same reason as and this is a controversial opinion I know I don't like this for the same reason I don't like the old um, oh which one was it that had the the hell at the moon pose pure blood the old pure blood I like I, that one it's awesome I I have always hated the metal pure blood I like that I thought the pose was ridiculous what I I don't like that how the the whole whole hell at the moon thing it just it looks stupid to me. It's a werewolf, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Exactly. A werewolf. Not a what a wolf, werewolf. a werewolf. We'll get into, did you really want to go down that road? Because that's a big rabbit hole. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Where's the wolf? Where's it go? I want to go down that hole. Where? All right, that came out wrong, didn't it? Anyway. It's slightly bent, yeah. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm, I'm going to have a big badass werewolf on the table, I want it to be... Uh, sort of, you know, looking at the enemy. I don't want it to be kind of looking at the ceiling going, oh, that's nice. It, it just looks weird. Well, what if the ceiling is nice? Well, that's what if it's all Artex and swirly? No one yeah, likes Artex. I hadn't thought that, had you? <laughs> not even werewolves. How do you know what werewolves like? Oh. Anyway, other people's thoughts? Welcome to, welcome to Elite Cardio where we try and break Mike. And sometimes it sounds like you might succeed. I'd buy it. That was 65 episodes ago. I'd buy three of them. This isn't episode 66. What are you talking about? It took me five episodes episode to cotton on to the fact that I was just a broken man. <clears throat> I, broken. I, I, I can't... Bad album. I can't decide. I can't decide with this model. I like some elements of it. I don't like the neck. I don't like... I like the axe. It's just... I'm mixed. I'm kind of conflicted with it. The axe has completely changed, I think. It looks good from the back. <laughs> wow. That's all you were going to see if you're playing it. Exactly. This is what I was thinking. Yeah. That ass. It's <laughs> not my man. <laughs> but I like his style. There we go. Looking at it, the, the axe has completely changed. Awesome axe. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, children. Axe. Moving on. Yeah, uh, no, 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 that's it. That's, uh, I'm not doing any more new releases now. That's it, we're done. Good, because that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. How? Oh. Unless it's the yep. new. Uh, this is a new um, retribution jack that's named after some body part. No, nothing good. No, no. The meniscus. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Alex, you have recently uh, hosted an event in your house. Not me, never. In your house. Yes. Excellent. It was a close thing. It almost didn't happen. It almost didn't happen. No. Uh, no, it definitely didn't happen. I hosted the UTC. Um, had 150 players. Um, we had a. Uh, 
obviously with Mark III dropped, we had the news that uh, the rules would be released three days before the event was going on. So that yeah. was uh, that, that, that was time. a very very interesting times for most of the players. Um, yeah. I think uh, w one of the key things before we kind of go on here is that I really expected a lot more rules calls than we got. Wait. You've got plenty of rules calls, but a lot of them with got the answer of read the card. Yes. Um, you had Tizzy walk over and go, what does the card say? It says this. Okay, do that then. Um, <laughs> people, people hadn't read the changed rules, were trying to play them like Mark II, then questioned an interaction, then realised that the, the card gave them the answer all along. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, there were some errata that turned up fairly close to the tournament, like Grim Salvation, which the original version of that was interesting. Uh, if you, you read, read people play people play trolls. Wait, 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 no, wait. Let me rephrase that. People played hordes. Is there, uh, there's a really weird wording on uh, Helios's card, by the way, about word wording. Make uh, about making uh, initials w the order that you can do. Your uh, jewel strike or whatever it is, basically, it makes it sound like there is an order. It's very confusing whether you take your initials first or your range shot first, or whether you're limited by that, or you can do whatever the hell you want. The wording is very awful. Oh uh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. I can see what you mean. Can you um, see it there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but let's not go into that right now. Let's, let's push that down the line. So, okay, Alex, talk to us more about the ETC. Um, I don't, what do you want to hear? What do you want me to tell? What do you want me to talk about? Highs, the lows, the... Tell our listeners about what the event was, why you put it on, and then... Why they should okay. go so next year. The event was the European Team Championship. It is a event for teams of five players, um, very much in the style of the WTC, so I think quite a few people view it as a... A nice warm-up ahead of the WTC. Uh, didn't we have at least one of the England teams and the Scotland teams? And the Germans. Yes. Yeah, one of the German teams is there. So um, it's, it, it, it is very much at this point a, a, sort of a, a warm-up event for certainly those teams. Um, well, it, it predated the WTC. It's what the WTC grew out of. The ETC uh, before WTC yeah, so, existed yeah, was a bit, the big bit European insight, tournament. You know, I, I am not the person responsible for the ETC as it is today. You know, that was kind of forged initially by um, Jeremy Perkins and Rich Loxon, um, kind of then given to the uh, the company that shall not be named, um, and then kind of taken back by Jeremy P when that, that company were no more. Um, so he's run it at the Northwest Gaming Centre the last three years, I believe. Um, so 2015, 14, and 13. Um, yeah. His life circumstances have changed slightly um, in the last 12 months. Um, so he kind of, I was just chatting to him generally, uh, said he wasn't going to be running the ETC anymore because uh, he just didn't have the time to do it anymore. Uh, so I said, you know, I wouldn't mind taking over. I'll, you know, hopefully do it justice. Um, and he sort of agreed, panned over the reins to me, and the rest, as he say, is history. Um, so I say, it's an event for teams of five players. Uh, there's no kind of qualification or anything like that. It is literally just kind of basic and turn up. Um, uh, I think things that went well, uh, I was pleasantly surprised, as Mike said, uh, the kind of the, the smoothness of, of Mark III. You know, everyone seemed to really get on with it. I wasn't doing too many kind of rulings myself, but the, the only things I was really questioned on was, was, as Mike said, kind of interactions that, you know, if you have a look at the cards, have a look in the book, you know, it's all fairly simply laid out. 
um, and kind of measurements and line of sight and stuff like that, just to, to double check things. But yeah, generally, I think it's it went, went really smoothly. Um, yeah. I think there, there was actually um, because the event was held on two levels, and I was sort of yeah. taking care of the downstairs most of the time. Um, and there was only I think two rules that I had to go upstairs and have a question with the head judge on. Um, yeah. And and for that to be the limit of that shows that really yeah. it's a pretty solid rule set already. Yes, and you had about are... 40 players downstairs as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. 20 uh, tables down there. Yeah, yeah, 20 tables. You did, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> you did. So, just out of interest, how close were you to actual capacity? Was that sort of venue full? So, or? 160 was the capacity that we had it at, and that was kind of what it was initially sold out to. Um, had a couple of um, late notice cancellations, which was uh, unfortunate that we didn't get the full 160. Um, well, but, I think uh, with, with any event that's going up to that size, you're going to have a couple of last-minute cancellations. So to yeah. actually still get 30 teams there, that that is actually doing really well and shows that it's you know it's it's still an attractive event. It was also yeah. well, I mean, it was originally sold out, was it not? And it, it did. It sold out within like a week. Between Mark Two and Mark Three, that you you uh, as an organizer gave the captains the choice of well, what would you like? The overwhelming yeah. majority said Mark Three, and some people said no, I'm out. Um, yeah, and it was. I mean, one of the things that was going to come to was kind of what didn't go too well. Um, and I think you know I've had feedback from a few people that have said maybe the, the price support wasn't as good as it was the year previous. Um, a couple of things I'd wanted to do that I kind of initially said I was going to do um, was kind of a um, a team swag bag that would have kind of dice and objectives and things like that in a few few bits and bobs for for everyone to take home with them as kind of a memento of the weekend. Uh, unfortunately, Lee branding. <laughs> <laughs> no. ETC no. branding. Um, unfortunately, there a few contributing factors that meant that that couldn't go ahead. Uh, there's an issue with the the image that I I had getting it produced would have been or reproduced would have been timely and costly to get redone. Um, and as well with with the move from Mark three to Mark uh, Mark two to Mark three, sorry. Mark four. Uh, there were yeah Mark four. There were a number of teams who were sort of saying to me, well, you know, if it goes to Mark three, then we're not going to play. And then another group of teams are saying, if it goes if it goes to if it stays at Mark two, we won't play. So kind of that uncertainty wasn't wasn't good for me being able to do stuff like that. But yeah. th- there is money left over from the pot this year. Uh, it is very much my intention to put that back into the event next year. Um, I'm going to look at getting the logo redrawn, potentially redesigned uh, into something new. Um, incorporating Elite Cadre. Incorporating Elite Cadre. We'll have to, uh, <laughs> have to think about that one, Kurt. We'll, uh, we'll wait and see. Um, um, sorry, Alex. Has the venue got even better from what it was like at the outpost? Have they improved upon the improvements? Um it was very similar to how it was at, at Lock and Load Outpost. Um, the, I'd been speaking to Tim, kind of the events manager for Element, and he was saying that they were hoping to get the new tables, in, the building new tables, um, hoping to get those in in time for the ETC. Unfortunately, it worked out the guy who's building the tables for them couldn't get them done and couldn't actually get them started until the Monday after. Um, so the event was the the last event ever on the the old tables, which you know they they, they they've served the centre well, but they are definitely you know they they're, they're tired. They've been tired for some time, um, but they are getting replaced now. Well, so. I think the, the, there was definitely uh, at least one or two tables that were being unused that had, bit, had an element of sagginess to them. Yes, yes, and uh, there were some kind of running repairs on Friday evening as we identified saggy tables and had to uh, <laughs> stuff various pieces of wood underneath them. So. Yeah, there's um, 
It's always a problem when you identify sagginess. Well, that's it. That's it. You need to stick wood in it. Um, uh, I think that's the Wayne Rooney uh, theory on life, but uh, there we go. Oh, Who's wow. Wayne Rooney? Wow, topical. Yeah. What's a Rooney? What's the Rooney? The tables themselves were sort of improved from um, the, the previous iteration of the Northwest Gaming Centre because I, I believe most of them are now actually, well, most of them at that point were the right size. Um, um, there were still a few that were uh, kind of not quite right, um, but again, I mean that's kind of that that is an expectation with those tables as they were. It was something we announced at the start of the event that you know the tables might not be quite right, so double check. Unfortunately enough for you downstairs, you were on trestle tables with the official PP mats on. Yeah. Um, so you you know you had all the official size tables, everything was was ready and and you know, straight ready to go straight out the bat. Um, so that that worked well downstairs. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess Nick, you played in it. What were your what were your thoughts on the event as a as a whole? As a player, I mean, uh, yeah, it was a it was quite good fun. Event was five rounds in the end, so yeah, five six, rounds. Six, wasn't there? And we went to we were the five rounds um, on the with weekend, it, with so it going it was quite to relaxed. But... The, the six team, the six rounds would have been if we'd have been over uh, over thirty two teams. So yeah. with it being thirty two teams, it would have only ever been to five rounds. There yeah. was the possibility that it would go to four rounds, but that would have <laughs> meant that the pair down would have had to have won uh, in round or the pair up, should I say, pair up? Yeah, no, pair down. Pair yeah, down would yeah, need yeah, to have, pair down would have need to have lost in round two, three, and four for yeah. it to go to four rounds. So <laughs> um, it was unlikely, and and when the um, the, the pair down won. Um, that was a bit of a sigh of relief on, on round two because that meant that there was no no more opportunity of four rounds, which was good. Um, yeah, so sorry, carry on. But yeah, so uh, it was quite relaxed because a lot of these weekends now are seven round tournaments. So you have a, a really packed Saturday with trying to fit four rounds in, and then you get your three rounds on your Sunday, and then you still got your drive home. But being a three and a two was just a lot more. Yeah. Out. You've still got a lot of the faces in the community out there. You still get to say hey to them if they uh, come to the event, which quite a lot of them do for ETC, which is always a yeah. good one. Um, meant that Saturday night was a bit more relaxed. There's quite a few groups going out for food together and things like that, and uh, coming back to the event venue afterwards for a few board games and things. It's always good. Um, and just some of the little things that you, you guys do for ETC, some of the little traditions you picked up, like the uh, the ice cream van at the end of a Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Uh, just little things that make the tournament uh, something a little bit different and a little bit special. Um, yeah, so it was it was pretty good. Uh, the uh, I said the, the venue's coming along nicely. They've got the new tables in. I've seen the picture of them now, and that, that's going to make it even better. Um, it was having downstairs is definitely the right choice at that at that um, sizing. I mean, you could potentially try and fit maybe 128 players upstairs if you wanted yeah. to cram nope. everybody in. No, um, that, that that would might make it like the the, the last uh, etc at the old venue. Yeah. Where Every single square inch of floor was occupied by people, and it was a nightmare. Yeah, uh, but there was. Well, uh, yeah, in, there if was. you think upstairs, we had um, there was 110 players, so 55 tables, and so that would be. But we were bleeding into the area that's becoming the bar area, weren't we? Yeah. Well, well yes, yes, and no. Um, I'm trying to think how many tables there were upstairs. Um, if it's 110 players, it's 55 tables upstairs. Yeah. So that is 11. So there were 11 more tables up there uh, because each, each row of five, sorry, each row of five had a spare four feet on it. 
So with those tables as they were, if you used every single inch of those tables, we could have fit um, another 11, which is another 22. So 132 players we could have fit upstairs. Yeah, so you could fit 128 players upstairs in a tournament, but it would be... There, there would, I mean, there'd be, there'd be room to move around, but there wouldn't be much room to store your stuff. Yeah. That would be... There, would be, there wouldn't be very much room at all to store your things. None, in fact. Um... But yeah, for 100 and 150 players, it's definitely over two over the two floors is the right thing to do. Um, whether we're going to see more tables upstairs, whether there's going to be kind of more better use of the space, maybe to fit more people in. I don't know yeah. what the plan is. Um, it may even be that the, the volume reduces, you know, because I mean I can't see them filling up with 132 players every every weekend. So you may even see the volume reduce slightly. Yeah. To be honest, I, I think we can. Um... Given what's happened so far, we can trust Tim King to actually make some decent decisions for that venue because yep. certainly what's happened so far has transformed it over the last 12 months. Because I, I saw when, when people heard that uh, Lock and Load Outpost was going to be there, there was a lot of negativity around the venue um, because no one outside of, I think, Bob, Pete, and Jason knew that there was going to be sort of money put in there. Um, and it's gone from one of my, um, how to put this politely, least liked venues to being actually a, a pretty good place to go. Yeah. Um, I, it's not up there with Cardiff yet. You can't yet get because, much higher praise than that, can you? Yeah. I mean, it, it's not it's not Cardiff yet because that kind of holds a, a special place for me because I, I love Firestorm games and I would, it's awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, that that's got a very special atmosphere, but the amount of effort that's been put into the Northwest Gaming Center. Um, if you if you if you're not going to something because it's at the Northwest Gaming Center, at this point I think you've made the wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just throwing that out. Very much so. Very much so. Um, yeah, so the tournament is was a fantastic weekend, as said. Um, and my team didn't do particularly well, but we never set out to do particularly well. We actually brought along a player who had never played a tournament game, had never played a game of Mark Three, and had probably played about ten games of Mark Two. Was his name Nick Topham? <laughs> um, oh, Sloan, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, the terrain was was pretty well done. There was a nice explanation at the start of the game, uh, start of the day, um, of what each terrain piece did. Um, there was a little bit of feedback I think I gave to you guys already, where the the downstairs didn't get that briefing. So the players who had been downstairs for the entire tournament were then declaring things differently from the guys upstairs. So a little bit of uh, like. Obviously, just a bit of uh, communication between the team there. Yeah. Yeah. That came out. Um, it was a bit sad that we didn't get to see any of the new terrain. There was no acid bass. There was no uh, dense fog. There was no burning forests or anything like that. But I think I'm it sure was just a little uh, short notice for them to actually yeah. get because uh, we use the Cerberus um, so terrain. I think. <laughs> I think there'd be more rules questions if you did end up using them. <laughs> well, nationals are using, they are getting the, the terrain built so they can use the new terrain types at nationals. Mm -hmm. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Um, I'll take it for that. Yeah, the TVs made a good addition, um, especially when you kept the, um, the scenario up on there. Meaning yeah. that if, because there was a scenario pack for the team, 
if players didn't have to bring their own, um, then people obviously didn't know what the scenarios were. And as a lot of people haven't, I mean, it's it's less than a month that Steamroll Pack's been out. A lot of people haven't yeah. been out yet or picked up their Smogcon books or whatever they do to get the Steamroller Pack so they can keep it on them. Uh, having it up on the uh, screens was a fantastic thing. So it was just like, yeah, let me just check that. Yeah, cool, okay. Um, so that was pretty cool to uh, to do. And uh, yeah. Really good fun fun event. I'm looking forward to uh, next year when I can come and not win the spoon again for the third year running. Did you suck? Uh, personally, I went two three. Uh, that was third. Uh, that was that was middle of my team. I was dead middle of my team. Um, considering there are three WTC players on my team, <laughs> I'm quite happy with that result. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but it's, that's Team Scotland 2, though, isn't it? So. That is Team Scotland 2, yes. Team Scotland 2 is made up majority of my club up here in uh, in Glasgow. So. Inferior Scotland team, though. Uh, well, we play with the big boys. We just can't play as well as them. So, <laughs> so yes. I mean, so, yeah, yeah. Team Scotland have an attitude that you... It's very hard to replicate because they do absolutely no preparation. They go and get hammered the night before. They show up hungover and dying and just win. The, the guys on, on Scotland Day. I, I actually played against Al, the uh, signal player from uh, Scotland Day, this Judith, uh, I guess, um, And... In the three hours we were down the club, we played about 20 minutes, and we spent the entire rest of it just dojoing out moves. Just like, if we move here, what's the response? And actually, that's what Mark III feels like. Mark III has become a lot more about communicating and talking with your opponent about what you're going to do, and less about actually moving things to do it, because... With the pre-measuring and everything, you can make all your intentions clear. And if it, and if you misplace a model slightly because you're thinking about something else while you're trying to do it, but you've made your intention of where you want it to be clear, it's very easy for you and your opponent to rectify it and carry on with the turn. I, I just don't want to be in a situation where you end up playing against somebody who hasn't got those social skills to do it. Because, yeah, I've, I've noticed that it has become more of a... You give, I give, and we all get on, regardless of the result. Yeah, of course uh, you do. But there and, are a uh, lot of people that... Yes, there's, there's always there been were... an element of that. It's just more prevalent now. Mm. Yeah, but I, I, just, I, I just don't want to be in that situation when it breaks. That's why I'm a bit hesitant <laughs> about tournaments. No, I did have that situation at ETC. There is a player who I have played quite a few times um, who I have not had the best experiences playing in the past, and um, I ended up having to face this player again. And it was that awkward situation, especially when we're talking out situations, and um, it's very obvious from statistics on a card that if he has done everything perfectly on the board, there is no way models can be positioned correct uh, for him to be able to do something. And it actually was a situation of, hang on, what did you just do? Have you just ran this for this far forwards uh, directly in a straight line? Yes. And you moved the maximum distance? Yes. So there's no way that that can do this next turn me measure. Yes, it can. Look, it's in. Right. But how? Oh, oh, I, I would encourage anyone facing that kind of situation um, who feels that something untoward is going on with the game, call over a judge, please. Um, they can only do so much. I, I, I know we can only do so much. And a lot of it should be sorted out by the players beforehand. But if something is statistically impossible, then 
that's a point where the game yeah. is broken down, and that's a point that the judges are there to, to look at. But if someone wants to win, they will push as hard as they possibly can oh, to a- refute your evidence. That, that has always been the case with war games. Uh, as I've said, numerous times people have said, oh, well, you can cheat more easily with War Room, and uh, uh, oh, you know, if you, if you're getting a parallax effect there, and there, there's odd things here. And it's like, if someone wants to cheat in a war game, they're going to. They're, 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 they're going to swoop up dice quickly and say, yep, that was a seven. They're going to mark damage off their cards. They're going to do whatever it takes to win. Uh, and those people, I have no respect for them. Um, Will you stop revealing all my secrets, please, mate? Just say, <laughs> hang on, we get on well, and, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's not a bit of fun hobby. You haven't complained before. Um, you just don't notice. But I do think, actually, one of the things that Mark III's added is it's it's actually changed slightly some of the scope for that because where there used to be um, a little bit of creative measuring, because now it's open measure all the time, well, during my turn, I can go, yep, those models are definitely out of threat range. Do we agree on this? Yeah. No. And that, that, that's it. However, I know there are some players who really, really, really hate that. Um, and I, I know, in, uh, in particular, there uh, is a player who has sold off after ETC because all weekend his opponents measured, kept out of his control, uh, out of his threat ranges, and he just went, "This get this this game's not for me now. I'm selling up. I'm done." If my opponents can just game me like that, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. See you later. I, I wouldn't see that as gaming the system. I, I'd see that yeah. as you know, I, if they're doing that and constantly staying in a threat range, a lot of the time that means they're putting no pressure on the scenario. Yes. So you can move in and just start going, okay, if you're going to stay at a threat range, I'm going to be here scoring points. You're going to come and play. Because that, that was always the reason in Mark II where you know, if someone was new to the game and let's say their, opponent, their, their new opponent was playing Kane and they said, I, I can't win a game, he just teleports away. It's like, play a scenario. It forces people to come to the middle of the table and start facing you, which is probably the reason why a couple of uh, people have voiced concerns about one or two of the scenarios. Lambricker. Uh, not just that one. Yeah, uh, I know. Lambricker uh, is the big one. Lambricker yeah. is the big elephant in the room. But there, there are others. Yeah. What um, do people think of Mosh Pit? That was uh, the other the one pit. I was going to say. Um, I like the pit. Someone at our club um, set up a version of the pit, with, and they went, "Okay, I, I, I think I can cause some problems here." Pick their list. Because they knew it was something they were going to go to a tournament with, laid out the laid out the scenery in a in a valid way, and said, "I think I'm going to be virtually unbeatable on this map." On, on this map, and said, "Pick whatever you like, try and beat me." And the guy facing them just just couldn't break it down quickly enough to stop a scenario with. Um, I can't remember what they did, but it would once you saw it, it's like, "Oh yeah, that makes it very hard to contest." Uh, wasn't properly. a good list, was it? No, it was a retribution list. Oh, okay. Shooty, shooty. Yeah. Um, I think it was Virus. Is it Virus Two with uh, a lot of Griffins? Yeah, that's okay. Virus Two. It's yeah. still, it's still. I mean, it's, you've still it's, got it's, synergy it's, topping yeah, it's, off at three, but it's, it's not as good as it used to be. But it was enough to stop an advancing uh, Menoth army with four heavy jacks. The uh, rough terrain, a lot of rough terrain as well. Uh, the, the, there was some rough terrain. There was um, obstacle. It was it was a real mix of stuff that was just intended to you know essentially help in breaking the scenario. It wasn't unfair. And as a TO, I'd walk up to the table and go, "Yep, that seems fine." But watching stuff just walk into this halfway through, it's like, "Oh yeah, that scenario might have some issues." 
yeah, that's one to watch out for, I think. Mm. I'm, I'm interested, though, that somebody just pre- pretty much went to one tournament after so long and just went, yep, this game's that, not for me, that reaction. Well... Interesting. I mean, I realise we're getting away from the topic of the ETC, but I think we've we've kind of given a good summation of you know what ETC was fun. Time. Go next year. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised. I have so much hesitation about playing this game again. Yeah, I, 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 it's not the first person I've heard uh, give some kind of worried comment about uh, the, the the game has changed. It's now about staying out of threat ranges, and I, I'm not sure I yeah. enjoy that anymore. And I think that that's kind of only natural because yes, things have changed. War gamers are not the most change friendly of people. I'm, I'm just going to put that one out there. We are grumpy and all. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole autistic spectrum again, isn't it? Well, I don't think I don't I don't think that. See, I feel that, but I don't. I'm not in the autistic spectrum. I see it as time <laughs> and effort to learn. I'm not, and time and effort to learn. That's what I haven't got. Yeah, that, that that is that is actually a very fair comment because there there is a little bit of a learning curve. I would say there's not as much as I thought there would be. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's kind of what I'm hoping, and that is what I've heard, and that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I think this first tournament um, for anybody in this is going to be really intimidating, regardless of whatever you do. And yep. some people will cope well, so less others less so. Um, sorry, go on, Nick. Sorry. Hmm? Um, I, what was I going to say? I, I was going to say it's less of completely relearning a brand new system, and it's more of just adjusting play style, and a lot of it is things that you actually are just like, oh, I can just do this now, which are like, like just fitting into pre-measuring, and yeah. it's just like, I can just do this, and it feels natural, and it feels like you should have been able to do it all along. Yeah, as I think, I think the one player here who's played all three editions so far, Alex, have you played Mark III? I've not played anything Mark III yet, no. Right, okay. Um, my, 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 some of the problem I've got yeah. is... That there are some of the rules that have come in that are quite quite new that have echoes back to Mark One, and that's yeah. already caused me confusion before I put them on. <laughs> well, the as, as stuff the that of... I was trying to put aside because I I had already got confused and only just not only just stopped doing it, but for, they hung around a long time. What what I, what I would say is that the changes from Mark Two to Mark Three are far smaller than they were from Mark One to Mark Two, and we are talking. By my second game, I felt I was completely up to speed with the new rules and was just ready to go. So in some ways, some ways that's worse because it's, uh, some of those changes are subtle. They're going to take a lot longer to learn the dramatic change. It's it's kind of uh, the, the like the numbers, like the actual points. Um, playing 500 points, I had that. I could do that, and then we suddenly went down to being 500 is 35. I'm like, what? And uh, that was that was quite dramatic, and that's fine. I'm finding it harder to adjust up a bit. And things like that as well. It's kind of uh, it's a little bit different, but a lot different, but not a lot different. I think you're just finding um, there are two there are two elements here. One was for me in in tournament games is uh, well the the thought of the tournament game is the communication aspect because I am I'm not a hugely confident and I know that war games sometimes fall into that thing where someone gets browbeaten basically into accepting that reality uh, that the other person's putting forward and doesn't want to call a judge or whatever. And I, I can see that happening to a few individuals. Um, and then there is that 
uh, I guess it's the opposite side of that is taking for granted thinking that rules are there still. I, I didn't realise that the Pain Knight had lost Rapid Strike and I just took it for granted that he'd still have that for the yeah. for the point for the point cost. Um for eight points. He gained Shield Guard as a as a which is far less what he was supposed to really be doing uh, in an army, which is just a solid brick. But I guess if he's charging three dice, weapon master four dice on whatever power he is. Uh, it is it would be a bit obnoxious to do that twice, I guess, in a turn. But there is still stuff that can do that, which is I, I don't know where the give and take is. But it's taking stuff for granted like that, and then potentially ruining a game. That it's got... I, I think I, I think the most careful you need to be with the new rule set is actually looking at your own models beforehand, because there's a lot of stuff that. I've noticed in Mercs, it's like, oh, this is this is ever so subtly different. Okay, that's that that's fine. I can deal with that um, because that's on the cards. You're going to have access to it through the whole game. And if there's th- there were plenty of times in my first four games so far where I've just gone, I think I know the rules. Let's just make sure before I actually roll any dice or you know take that extra movement or whatever. Um, and mm. yeah, a couple of times I've gone, oh no, that that has changed. Uh, but a lot of the time it's kind of, yeah, you've seen the changes beforehand and said, yes, that's fine. We can go from there. Um, I, w- I would say again, though, we you talking about you know, people being uh, browbeaten by uh, more confident opponents and just accepting something is that if you are at all unsure at any event, there is never a, you know, never a legitimate reason not to call the judge if you're unless unsure. You're, unless you're playing me and I'm right. <laughs> Uh, even more so, unless you play me and I'm not sure, in which case definitely don't call judge. Yes, there, there are there are plenty of times where, you know, both players at the table where I've been playing have been absolutely positively sure, and well, and it's just a case of yep, call a judge, five seconds, it's done. Uh, there there are plenty of players as well who, as soon as you question any rule that they come up with, they'll just call the judge over, and that is a great way of doing it because it just means it's sorted out nice and quick and over and done with it, you can get on with it, rather than having a five-minute argument. I, I hate to keep banging on this drum, but I, I would rather people call judges over and actually sort of get to know what the rules are properly than sit, there, all, and ha- sit there and have a bad experience with an opponent. But not all judges are as rule-savvy as well in this edition, or were in Mark II either. And then yeah. you've got three people... Uh, uh, well, ah, 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 right. There, there, yes, there are some judges who are less rule savvy, but at least if a judge heads over the table, you have a decision. Yeah, and um, that, that actually is the primary purpose of uh, having PGs and judges at an event. It's not necessarily to give you the right judgment every single time. That's the aim, and that's nice if it happens. But the the, the aim is to get the game restarted quickly and get you back in there. Mm. Um, which you know is why sometimes, oh well. The judgment was bad, but carry on. You know, we, we've got to deal with these things. Um, at least the game carried on. Yeah. Yeah. That might Reduce sound like a, time. it might sound like a very odd st- position to make from someone who you know takes a decent level of pride in knowing the rules. Uh, but th- there are realities that uh, we all have to face. There we go. That, that's my little soapbox moment. No, it's it's a, it's a fair. Moving on. <laughs> What's the next topic of conversation? Well, uh, okay. This is one that I know you wanted to bring up that you kind of um, floated around at the ETC. I don't know. Was this inspired by someone else on your team or someone else you know? Or was this no, so 
it was inspired by the fact that um, I was thinking about SmogCon and um, actually thinking about the Iron Arena. Um, and I've been trying to, in my opinion, this is my personal opinion, there are certain people who come along to game the Iron Arena and get the biggest prize out of it that they can. Which, now, which, which, against... which, yeah, which, which is absolutely fair, and I've, I think you're going to move on to this. But... Yeah, uh, which, is, which is fine. But uh, but the the tournament organizer side of me, the the side of me that that likes to plan and create these things, doesn't want to let somebody be able to game the system in that way. I want the system to be fair, whether you're sitting down, meeting some new people, and playing some games, or whether you're trying to rack up as many points as possible. And so uh, we were we were looking at um, the at that, and obviously I've had a few ideas that I've talked to you about on how. Uh, the skulls can work and things like that. The biggest question that sort of came to mind, though, is um, competitive events and their relation to the Iron Arena and whether they should be giving skulls to the players that play in them. Um, Because getting the balance is very difficult, first of all. Uh, You can't overweight and give too many skulls to a, to a player that's playing in a competitive event, because then why would you play in the Iron Arena when you could just go play competitive all weekend? If you're a top-tier player that can be winning competitive events, you're then coming out with the prizes from the competitive events, and also then cashing in your skulls for... Why, go back uh, a little bit. Why, I lost the beginning. Why would you give skulls to someone playing in a competitive event at all? It's become a thing in the UK. It just, ha- it just has. We get I think it's to encourage people to finish. Yeah, yes. if, you, if, you, if you finish the tournament, um, then you receive a certain amount of skulls. I mean, oh, yeah, it's, sorry, it's, I've got that, yeah. It's usually equivalent yeah. to about yeah. two games worth of your Iron Arena. I remember yeah. that, yeah. So my question became, we, we, was, we were talking about competitive events at, uh, at, uh, at bigger events like Lock and Load, SmogCon, where you are not there for the competitive event, not like ETC, where you're coming just for the tournament, or Nationals, where you're coming just for the tournament, but you're going to the event as a whole. And why do we still use the Swiss system? That, that sort of became the question. Why do these players need to finish? In the See, end... I, I, when, when you first said this to me, there was just that little bit of the back of my mind going, he's finally flipped his lid. He's lost <laughs> it. <laughs> Carry on, and we'll see where you get to. Because... Why do these players need to finish? If you set up a double elimination style bracket, so you get two losses, you get two chances um, to to uh, before you're out of the tournament. If you lose in the first round, you go down to the to the losers bracket. You can carry on getting some games in. It allows um, it just it just generally allows a smoother tournament for, because you don't need to keep track of those players that are no longer playing for any. Uh, top end, those players also don't feel obliged to finish the tournament just to get their skulls or anything. They can walk away, they can go get some food, they can go check out the latest board game if they want to do that, they can go get some games in the in the arena, they can go check out the painting lesson, check out one of the seminars. There's you're, so you're much to do. This, you're advocating this as part of these bigger events where there's yeah. multiple competitive games all weekend, multiple things you can play all weekend. You're not talking about that. You're not advocating this not, as why do we lock people into a Swiss system? Why do we say you can play in this well, That's how Steamroller works, isn't it? And it's going yeah. to take 12 hours of your day. That's yeah, how Steamroller I, I, works, though. Yeah, yeah, that, that is how Steamroller works. But does it necessarily have to be how all events work? Could it be an option in Steamroller for you know large tournaments to have a double elimination option? I suppose it could be. Do you know who uh, would be able to answer that question for you? 
well, any event organiser, frankly. <laughs> well, <William Hungerford, laughs> the guy right. But, but, well, whole... your question was, could it yeah. be in Steamroller? Well, yes, true. Well, Hungerford. Yeah. He will that, tell that, you whether or not. That's yeah, true. No, that that's true. But my, my it was more of an uh, uh, to to raise an open discussion of if you were attending, you you are a competitive. Uh, take it from all angles. You're a competitive player. You're a slightly competitive player, but maybe just trying your teeth out for the first weekend, or you're just a casual gamer coming along to one of these events. How would you feel if they were a double elimination style rather than a Swiss tournament? How much chewy food is there? If I'm trying out my new tea for the first time, <laughs> you're only having to like like toffees and things like that because they can pull your dentures right out. Yeah, true. <sighs> Love you, Nick. But no, I, I, it's, well, it's, I it's a good to... point. It's a good question. It is. It is a an interesting question because there are many many tournament formats of different games, card games, board games. I don't know board games, but um, you know, they, they do run on double elimination systems very successfully. So, you know, there is no reason why it couldn't work. How would you feel as a player? We're all players. We all play this game. We don't just run events. Ooh. We don't just PG events. We don't speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Benj, you, you, you play a lot more than the rest of us, maybe? No, just a club at the moment. <laughs> Not much. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know how I feel about this. You don't know how... Here's a better question for you, Benj. Okay. Would it be something that at a large event, if you saw that tournaments there were double elimination, would you say to yourself, oh, I'm not sure I'm be bothered going there? Would it put you off from going? No, but I go to tournaments for different things, for different reasons than most people. And I, I, I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm a bad test for this question, to be honest. I think as part of SmogCon and those sort of bigger events are different. I think uh, as a day tournament, I would never tolerate it. Yeah, of course. Oh, no, that, it, it, oh, uh, don't get me wrong. It, that was, it was never a suggestion. If you're talking the average 16-player steamroller, no. you, you wouldn't run that double elimination. But for something like a, 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 a SmogCon or if War Machine gets there next year, DAFCON or um, Lock and Load, something like that, where you've got multiple events going on all the time and there's the opportunity for you to go off and do something else. Um, and you're always going to get dropouts at these events. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it's not something that used to be a feature of the UK because, well, we had one big tournament every weekend. But now that we've got a lot more of these events where you've got a succession of small events within, people go, oh, I've lost one game. I can't win the tournament. Drop. Done. Um, and that's it. And the, there's always the things like, oh, it's it's messing with other people's strength of schedule and it's oh, it's bad for this reason. If it's double elimination, you go, oh, I've lost two games. Well, I'm going elsewhere. There's there's no consideration of strength of schedule there at all. You know, you, you can just walk away. They seem Things. to have killed the conversation. I don't know, is the honest answer. I don't know. Um, I don't. I've never attended those events as a player. I think that's the strange thing, apart from the first smogcon. Um, I don't know. I think I'm in a similar boat to uh, to Kurt, unfortunately. I've not really. I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't I mean, imagine. It's the wrong audience. Maybe this is the wrong podcast to think about. It. I mean, it is something that I I need to make, like get hold of John or who, uh, whoever is going to be running Lock and Load next year, and and just throw it at them and say, what do you think of this? Does that? What do you, What do you think you gain by doing it, Nick? I can't see a positive. It's so at the moment, if you're a player and you go and you play in, you want to play in the Masters because maybe you just want a shot at it. You, you think, yeah, there's yeah. an off chance I can make it, and you go zero two, you you often drop. 
you just go right. I'm, I'm not so having a good day. I'm going to go yeah. do something else. But they yeah. all talking about forcing them to drop. That's the bit I don't like. But at these but big events, it, it is it, it is essentially an enforced drop. But at the same point, you've then got the Iron Arena, so you can go and but play games that are actually. Lovely. But you can do that now, so I don't see a positive. You can do that now. But it messes with the strength of schedule for everybody else. It messes with tables. It gives people buys when you don't necessarily, where you otherwise wouldn't have them, and just generally makes a mess and a pain for the tournament organizer. Yeah, I was going to say, occasionally speaking, as a TO, people do say, "Oh, uh, I'd like to drop and then walk away." And you're like, uh, "What's Who your name?" You? Who? Yeah. <laughs> so what you're advocating, what you're advocating is the bottom quarter after the second round be gone. So for that, you'd be able to plan for that, and you'd know they'd be gone. Yeah. And another third would be gone. And they would just consistently be dropping. It also means that as a tournament, you take less and less tables the longer your tournament goes on. If you're therefore in a free a free flowing system, um, where that would put that would put me off attending those events. Yeah, yeah. it would put you off. Yeah. Okay. That Why? that is that is interesting. Because I think because if I want to if I want to play Masters, I want I want the choice. You've taken away that, that choice. If I want to if I want to drop, then I've kind of got something better to do. I'm hungry. I'll go do something else. But if I kind of is I also have, you and I have played second for bottom table in a Masters event uh, in, the last, in the last round. True. Um, we both thought we both thought we were doing quite well in the earlier rounds. And, um, <laughs> but I still wanted to play that through, and we wouldn't have had that game. So I kind of. I don't know. I I'd prefer to have the option. I it, it would that if that was the system that would prevent me attending any of those. That might put me off. Potentially put me off playing and ever attending those games, those events as a player. Even if it Boom. meant that you could go away and do painting seminars or I could do that now. Or... I could do that now. You, 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 the difference okay. is you're telling me you're telling me that's what I'm doing. Okay. But right now, I right now, to kind of. You... Act as a mediator in this. I think that with events like SmogCon, there are big enough events in there, although there are enough events in there, sorry, sorry, that you could, in theory, run a double elimination tournament where there is an enforced drop at a certain point. Yeah. You could also then run several. Yeah, you could run several. Yeah, days. I agree with that. You could also run several. You know, Swiss systems. You you could, in theory, run both a double. You can run both. There's nothing stopping you from running both, and I think that is is the joy of of kind of these larger events is that there is the scope to do more different things. That appeals. Yeah, I can see what you mean. But you, what you're talking about is making it easier for the organizer. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I was also thinking there's no there's no positive to the player. What you described gives no positive to the player at all. It's all about it's, it makes it easier to organize. But it was also like your players of mid, should we say mid caliber. Um, does it make them more interested in trying their hand at a Masters, trying their hand at an Iron Gauntlet, knowing that it's not going to take eight hours no of their day up? It doesn't anyway. They can walk out. But some of them will stay around for the skulls. Right, but that's still their choice. Yeah, the only uh, benefit, the only benefit, what you described is to the organizer, which is fine. I can get behind that, okay. especially as a as a TP team as well. Not that I've <laughs> done a great deal of PTing, but um, uh, at the I mean, same I, time, I, from a player point of view, I look at that and go, why? I mean, I I I'd probably slightly disagree with you, I, I, but I I don't think that you know, given what we said, we never really see eye to eye completely on that one anyway. So. What do you mean? Motion carried. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, he I, is quite tall. Yeah, true. <laughs> I would have to get a box. What do you uh, mean, Mike? I don't. I don't think... say so you could be higher up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's necessarily just to the TO's advantage. Um, I, I don't understand. I, do think... I don't see a player I, advantage. I, 
the player, the, there are some players who will just, even though they're frustrated, even though they're having a bad day of tournament, will stay in. And for those players, it would be an advantage in that it gets them out of the tournament and gets them to you know, go and do something else. Because we've all we've all seen them at events. Yes. Yeah. Where they're they, you know, they're on the bottom tables, they're stressed, they're having a shitty day, they're yes. giving a bad but experience. I think, uh, to there is maybe that them. that social stigma as well within the community of you know yes. I don't want to be that one that drops and yeah. leads to a bad. Uh, 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 yeah, exactly, and that it puts it on odd numbers. Um, so. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Enabling that. I, I maybe maybe it's about maybe it's about. Um, Building that to give the option or make it more openly that's part of the, as part of the process. Maybe there's a middle ground where the, where it's more plain that there's an option where you actually offer the option of drop after two losses rather than it being a compulsory thing. And just, that's the thing. So take away the stigma, make it part of the process that I can get behind, and make, and and then also change the way that the tournament's organised and eased that potentially. It doesn't quite ease it as much because people will go, no, I'm still going to stay in. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. It's a difficult one because I, I like. Yeah. I haven't played in big event, big tournaments within. Well, apart from the um, apart from the UK Games Expo, where my entirety of UK Games Expo experience have been spent on war machine tables because I've never seen any of the freaking event because I've only ever played war machine. <laughs> that is your fame, though. That is your fame. What? Just, 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 just on a side note here, being able to go to UK Games Expo and not run a war machine event this year. So good. Was depressing for everyone else. <laughs> yes, Mike, you selfish bugger. And he I, was, was... I mean, I didn't, I didn't get down to the Games Expo this year, but it's, it's sad that there wasn't a War Machine event there. Yeah, yeah it really it, is. I, I did try my best. I tried to get several other people to run it. Um, Who was just... supposed to take over? Someone from Warsaw or something? Uh, the, the, there were, there's a short list of candidates. I had... At least three people say they were going to run it and then later pulled out. Um, and in the end, it for those who've seen me when I was organising last year's, um, that that was not a happy time for me for various reasons. If you ever want to know why, please come and talk to me at a tournament and I'll explain to you in agonising detail why. Um, Give him port first. It's much more funny. Yes, it's... Um, but anyway, it was nice to go to Games Expo, you know, fancy Wander free. around. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not saying there will be no War Machine there in future. Um, I'm guessing they may try and get it back, but goodness knows what's happening with the venue for that because it's already packing out NEC1. So, wow. Oh, their, their attendance numbers jumped pretty hugely. I was really tempted to come with my eldest, but um, couldn't get... I was on my. I couldn't. I couldn't bring youngest. She was too little. So I think next year might just be. Yeah. I might bring her up. Yeah, I, I would say. I obviously this is again on a slightly different topic. But if you can get to UK Games Expo and you're at all interested in uh, board games, RPGs, card games, anything, but I don't like any of those things. Exactly. Um, if you're at all interested in any of that, it is a great day out. Um, it's not terribly expensive. Well, except for maybe the lunch, but I've Tabs. never seen I've never seen any of it in Take the three years I've been. I've never seen any of it except all machine tables. That's impressive because even when I was playing, I managed to get around that. So no, didn't get anywhere. But yeah, were you too busy at the bar? Possibly drinking. Yeah. There we go. Okay, I, I think that's potentially enough topics for um, well, I would say a midpoint break, but um, it's Let's just three quarters. Ten past three quarters. Do, do we power painting on table? Through? Painting table. No, we've, we've got spelling it out to do. Wait, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. 
Moving on. No, no, Nick volunteered. We're doing it. <laughs> we would like to apologise for the level of signal content in this podcast, but not to Richard Dean, who I'm sure will enjoy it. It's okay. I don't have. I'm not playing signal right now. I'm not taking signal to nationals, so it's all good. Yes, he's already figured out they're completely overpowered, and he'd rather play something sane. Yeah. Like convergence <laughs> of series. Like minions. Convergence of series. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Convergence of dildos. Uh, Convergence of... Yes. Sex toys. Now, these all look the same, but this one does this, that one does that, that one does this, this one does what the hell I like. And this one knocks you down, this one's a grand panda, this one flies. Um, anyway. Oh, actually, actually, when I have this castle, they all fly. So, Nick. Hello. Do you want to start going through Karis Loan for us? Oh, where's War Room? That's Convergence. Please change the signal. <laughs> I can do most of this with the top of my head. I don't even know why I'm trying preparation, to do Preparation, the, uh, preparation, uh, The thing, what, what do we do on spelling out? Do we talk about the weapons and things as well? Or do we just talk yeah, about spelling that's the first thing we talk about is weapons. The clues and the name. So, do we just, I can't, I can't, I thought we used to sort of give an overview of the caster. So I'd be like, Paris Learn. She's, she's been here for a while, but you've not seen her on the table. And now she's here for Mark Three. Oh, God, this um, is really terrible. Please stop him. Right, who let him okay. in? Can we, can we have a bit of an inquest? So she's a she's a speed six map. Uh, no, you don't even care about her map. No, you don't uh, need to do the stats. You don't need to do the stats. <laughs> All right, so she's got a cool little sniper rifle that's a weapon master. It's a uh, pretty good range and it's magical. You don't need to do that. Let's move away from Spitfire then. Okay. Uh, the, the, so, most, the most important thing on the front of her card is she is focus six. She's focus there six. She's go. a focus six caster, uh, which is kind of on the low side for Sigma, but it's about average for the rest of the game. It's a shit tier. <laughs> Especially as she as she can't. Oh, okay. She can take the squire, but she doesn't want to take the squire. Not anymore. Nobody Not now that right, uh, yeah. Reinhardt's a uh, attachment. Yeah. So if she wants that extra shot, she doesn't care about the stealth breaking that Reinhardt does because she comes with this beautiful field march called True Sight, which ignores cloud effects and stealth for her entire battle group. Love it. Uh, Fantastic. A war in her battle group. She herself, though, has True Sight on her own anyway. What? As in, the field marshal is for the, the, yeah, and then she has True Sight herself, yes. Yeah, people forget that for the field marshal has changed. Field marshal is just the war, war jacks, yes. Um, but they gave it to her So as it well. wouldn't so, affect an attachment then? It wouldn't affect an attachment, that is true. I still um, don't know why War Room has the attachments for war casters in with the war jacks. Because you attach them to the war caster. Next. But, yeah, but they're that, not that, part of the battle group. That's the way every list builder has done it for, since the dawn of time, Bench. Yes. They're, they're just I thought doing... they were part of the battle group, aren't they? No! Ah! <laughs> nice. Oh, that's funny. Okay, do you want to go through her spells now, Nick? So she's got funky hair. You didn't mention her hair, Nick. I thought you'd start with her hair. And 90% of people have reposed her from her holding the gun in the air post and looking down the barrel or casually holding it. Because Can you please have also done that. Can you please re-sculpt for me, PP? Please. No, I should. I should reiterate. If I had any signal, then I would have definitely done that with the gun. <laughs> using an LDR kind of okay. Role. So we're going to start with the cat. The 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 spells in the order that you're least likely to cast them. No. No. Start top to top bottom, you work down. Oh, okay. Don't break the format. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start. Let's with... reverse. Let's go alphabetical. Oh my god. 
Okay, fine. Uh, so she she has Dust to Dust as her first spell, which is a two cost range ten pal twelve. When an enemy warrior model is boxed by Dust to Dust, center a three inch AOE cloud effect on it and remove the model from play. That AOE. Just go over the actual stat line of the spell again for me, sorry. Two ten twelve offensive. Uh, right, start again. Cost two. Range ten pal twelve. Oh, keep it. It's her shitty nuke. Yeah. Is it upkeepable? Why would it be upkeepable? It's an offensive spell with no debuffs attached to it. Go on then. So Just for the trolls. Nice. Good what, work, Alex. What, what did you do? Anyway, uh, her second spell is probably the one you're going to cast on the first couple oh. of turns, which is Fire Group. It's another two cost. It's a self, and it affects that control area. And uh, model one models in the spellcaster's battle group are in the control range. Their ranged weapons gain plus two range. Nice. Really handy, especially when you're having range 14 uh, hunters now becoming range 16, or you're having range 16 defenders becoming range 18. It combos nicely with the battle group she wants to take and her feet. Put, yeah, and putting Dynamo from range 10 to range 12, putting herself from range 4 to 16 is sickening enough. I just want to say, visit Elite Cadre and listen to the marvellous Nick Topham who can add two to absolutely anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 was, I was just going to say, it always seems like the, the biggest leap there is between range 10 and range 12. Range 10 always feels like slightly short for anything. No, 16, 16 to 18 feels like more of a what the hell kind of <laughs> percentage. I agree, 10 to 12 is big, is bigger percentage, but going up to 18 is like, oh my word, that's a long way. Yeah, because because the threat range just number becomes 23, and 23 inch threat range is terrifying. And yeah. Yeah. Is it previously that's 21? Grimangus. That's Grimangus, That's what that is. Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Fire Group's one of the staple spells. You're going to see Kara Sloan cast that a lot. Uh, the next spell on her list, she's pretty much casting every turn because it's Guided Fire. Uh, three cost self-control. Uh, none of these are upkeepable, by the way. She she has one upkeepable in her oh, entire a bit bloody spell quicker, Nick. Um, so Guided Fire's uh, three con- uh, control range, and uh, while in the spellcaster's control range, model in the battle group gains boosted range attack roll. So all the ba- nice shooty-shooty models she's going to want to take get some boosts. I mean, yeah, th- th- this is what enabled what what was going to be one of the first major jank lists of Mark Three that <laughs> doesn't really seem to have gone anywhere. That's because people yeah, realised well, it didn't quite work. It's not that it doesn't quite work. I mean, the maths on it is so off that you may as well just pick up the, a dice and roll, and if you get a 4, 5, or a 6, then say, good game, and shake the hand, and if you get a 1, 2, or 3, uh, good game, they win. It's Yeah. If you want to play that style of game, War Machine's probably not the game for you. <laughs> Go play Hero Clicks. <laughs> um, yeah, so Guided Fire, it plays fantastically. She didn't have it before in Mark II, so it was a nice addition for her in Mark III. It's almost always going to be cast because it's so focus efficient because herself, she wants to boost her shot. If she's taking two shots, she wants to boost both of them, so she only needs one jack to be doing something and wanting to boost a hit, and it's become worth its focus. Yeah. So Guided Fire is almost always going to be there. If, if she's got uh, Reinhold, then... Yeah. yeah, it's it's a no-brainer. So, well, it's sorry, also just no-brainer explain to me, sorry, with, with the, oh. the whole, like, you were saying that this is the, the birth of the jank list, I've heard a lot about, obviously, Kara Sloan being the new the new broken. What what exactly defines her in that way? What, why? 
So it's also due to her feet. So we need to cover her feet first. So if we finish the spell list, and then we can come back and discuss that later. Um, so there's two more spells she's got first, which is Refuge. Uh, it's I two, think he told you there. You got told. Two cost, range six, uh, Upkeep. This is the only upkeep there. End of activation where a friendly faction model hits an enemy with an attack. The, the att affected model can make a full advance. So it's okay, but... It's situational. Like you're only going to catch them now again. You're, you're either using it to shove a a, a, um, a a jack that's got ranged on melee down someone's throat, or you're using it to go back at a range. Or or you're not casting it because you've paid two for guided fire, uh, two for fire group, three for guided fire, and you're camping yeah. one. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a situational spell, I grant you. Yeah. Um, but but it is there for. Well, situation. Yeah. Um, there are times where you'll use it to, to get just get a jack moving around. Yeah. And then the last spell on there is uh, one cost called Return Fire. It's a range six, lasts a round, and uh, when the tar when target friendly faction model is targeted by an enemy ranged attack, after the attack's resolved, the affected model can take make one basic melee or ranged attack, and then a Return Fire expires. Take an, pay a focus, take an extra shot if that jack gets it, shot. It should be noted again, well, you don't have to uh, either shoot or try and hit the model that was trying to attack you. It can be anything. So the, oh yeah, the, just make a basic attack. Yeah, the, the name is a bit of a misnomer. Yeah. So, but that, that's, that's a mistake I've seen multiple people make. Yeah, so shoot yeah. at me and I'll shoot you, Caster. And then finally, her feet is a firing squad. Uh, models in her battle group in her control range immediately make one basic ranged attack. When resolving these attacks, the attacking models gain plus two to their attack roll. So everything takes an extra attack. It's alright. It's pretty good. Pretty and good. so with that, was it fire group, was it? Guided so fire. that's firing squad. That uh, Fire group's the increased plus two range spell and guided guiding. fire. So the jank list uh, was Kara Sloan and a bunch of hunters. Now what you do is uh, the hunters are uh, deploying, so if you go first, you're deploying seven, and then hunters are advanced deploy, so uh, they deploy up to 13 um, with, on the AD line. Your opponent then deploys their stuff. On turn one, all your hunters get a focus from power up. They use that to run. They're speed six, so they run 12 down the board. Kara then walks up, casts guided fire, casts fire group, and pops her feet. The hunters will be within um, control range because they've got the extended cortex on them. So they're considered within there, uh, even though they can be massively up. They get the plus two range, so they're range 16. So they can shoot three inches into your opponent's deployment zone with um, some boosted shots. They're only boosted to hit, not boosted damage rolls. But it means you can take a heavy off the board, or you can potentially try and shoot a caster out on turn one. And that was the jank that people were worried about. Yeah, and that, that was at rat nine, boosted to hit, uh, armor piercing now affecting all base sizes. Yes. Um, rather than just being, was it plus two on small and half armor? Yeah. But that. Yeah. But I mean, you're effectively pow twelve kind of. It's an it way does. It, yeah, it, it doesn't quite it work does, like that. Yeah, but weird it's curves. But yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's interesting. But you are fifty percent or lower on most casters to kill them. Plus, remember they are camping. Um, their focus. So the higher the focus stat, the harder it becomes because they can block a lot more of the packages of damage that are coming yeah. in. Yeah. Um, the other idea is you go second, and then you don't need to uh, run before you can feet, and you can move your hunters up, and if they've moved anything up to three inches outside of their deployment zone, you can shoot it on your the, your 
bottom of one, um, and you will have boosted to hit and boost potentially boosted damage rolls because you're not needing to run with the hunters. Okay. Um, so what, what, what's put pace that then? Is it has that been kind the of list incredibly agile? You are just running Kara and a bunch of hunters, and Kara she's defense sixteen, armor fourteen, I think. Um, there's a lot that can just take her off the board if she's not. Uh, well protected. Um, I mean, Behemoth can accidentally kill her just by bombard shots on top of two. Basically, if if you fail the assassination or your hunters get tied up because they've no longer get parry, um, then you're in a very bad situation very quickly. Yes. Hence the three, four, four, five, six. You win. Yeah. Yeah. And just just roll a dice, flip a coin, whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's the list. The list wasn't as good. I mean, there is a there's the WITC lists which are up, which I think is the uh, the mu uh, the chain attack guys uh, team tournament that they're doing. And there's a player who's running a seven hunter variant. And uh, Wisconsin would be um, oh, it's, it's, it. it's not Muson Minis. It's yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin team championship. Oh, I'm trying to remember the list. name. Crippled Systems. Crippled system. Systems. Is that yeah. the one? Yeah. Yes. So there, and there's a guy who's running a seven hunter variant there, and I'm interested to see how he gets on. Personally, the list I took this weekend at ETC, which I felt most comfortable, was what I, what we refer to as the doubles list. So it's two hunters, two defenders, two fireflies, and a dynamo. Why is it um, what? Was that Kurt? Why is it called the doubles list? Because it's two and two and two. Because um, it means you roll doubles whenever you roll two dice. Oh, I see. <sighs> um, the go. And it just. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> you get another go. You're all doubles. Yeah. Just, just carry not, on. Not if you get doubles. Oh, God. And I found that was a much more balanced list just because it, it gave you the same sort of shooting power. The defenders are a lot, uh, a lot, have a lot bigger, uh, I don't mean bigger threat range, a lot uh, harder hitting while still keeping the range game there. They're also can, can very quickly convert to melee and uh, they, their hammers are something to be feared. Um... Yeah, I mean, there's another variant of the list which is running around with triple defenders, double grenadiers, and that one is... <laughs> basically, what Kara's going to do is she's going to shoot you. She's going to shoot you and shoot you and shoot you. You need to stop her from shooting you one way or another. Uh, Menos pretty good at doing that because she has very little access to um, to magical weapons. She has to bring Arlen or, um, or A&H, and she doesn't really want to be spending those points on those support solos. She'll probably bring a Tinker and Arlen... Um, at most, and maybe a um, an adept if she wants some way to uh, to drop a defense on something. But um, if she doesn't want to be spent, she can always put some that those points into another shooting jack, and that's going to always that's going to work better for her. So she has bad games into things like protector and things like that. Cool, interesting. Okay, so I think that uh, sums up. Carlstone, the shooting caster. <laughs> a- 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 any uh, further comments on that one? Yeah, you okay. Well, then I think it's time to move on to the slightly renamed segment uh, because it quite frankly, table. it branched out of its original purpose. Hobby area. Any other business? So, uh, as you're first on the list, Alex. Any other business? I refuse to take part in this sector section. Okay, Benj. Any other business? I am. Um, not really up to much apart from trying to learn retribution and sticking with it for a change. Good grief, Benj. I know. What is this madness? I don't know. I usually change factions every other week because I fancy playing something slightly different. Yeah, that's the reason, Benj, when I'm... 
But you're doing something slightly different in sticking with one faction. I am. Uh, and getting a bit of fun out of it, but, yeah. He's playing no, the... you, don't have, you don't have too much fun, Benj. He still hates it, don't worry. Playing the Retro Broken. That, that's what it is. Yeah. Made him happy. Okay. Uh, Kurt? How is he second? I'd just like to raise that at this point. As it's no. because, because there's a little bar at the bottom of my screen with all of you in order, and I'm going by that. It's because uh, it's in alphabetical uh, order. And it's oh, you shut up. You don't know what alphabetical order is. Anyway, um, I'm painting. Um, I'm painting Ooh. quite a lot of trolls. Because um, I'm going to the um, team tournament in Cardiff, or I think I am. The OTC? That's the one, um, apparently. Run um, by friend so, of the show, Martin Jenkins. I believe so. Um, I've met him, I think. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm painting lots of trolls. Uh, trolls, some of which are taking champions and making them... I try not to repaint them entirely by painting their skin bl- skin from blue to white. Um, so would, to avoid would, would repaint, some sort of new them. albino scheme, then? It's the new, the very, very new cutting edge, the bleeding edge of, uh, yeah, so I'm painting some trolls for a change, not painting zombies or plasticky stuff, I'm actually painting trolls, and I'm playing currently just been painting the Junior Knot and uh, Eaters. Junior Knot? That's one. Uh, I do have other news, which is, I'm almost almost um, dreading the notion of saying so, I've had my documentation come through today that I'm officially now a school governor. Oh god! What? 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 I don't know. What? I, I don't know. Kurt, I'm sorry. You're far too responsible. Is she belong on this podcast? I don't know. I don't understand what happened. You they, I, they asked. I said, "Yeah, all right." They said, "Yes." Oh, it's very strange. I clearly yeah. am old. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, is that the end of your any other business? Yeah, I think that qualifies as any other business, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Nick. Um, I don't know. I've been. I've been gluing up some convergence series. So I've uh, decided to, as as we've said, decided to jump off the power signal wagon while I can and uh, go to a slightly less powerful faction, only slightly. Um, but I realised that I'd paid convergence up until mother, and I had everything up until mother painted, but I didn't have anything since then. And I managed to pull a bunch of boxes that were just sat under a desk, and I've uh, cracked them out and started gluing them all up. Mother! Pretty. Mother! I believe I, went, I took mother to, um, to Ireland, which I think we talked about in this podcast. Right? She Good she grief, that's a that's, a, that's how long ago it was since I touched these. So yeah, I've um, I've cracked the convergence out. I'm going to be taking convergence to um, to nationals, and I'm going to get some time. I'm going to get some paint on them, and uh, yeah, it's all going to be fun. I, I believe that tournament in Ireland was firstly the last time I used cards to play War Machine, and <laughs> secondly also the last time I played Kador. I've got oh, my wow. troll deck. I've got, my troll, I've got my Mark III. You've played Kador was, in hardcore tournaments. Yeah, there was one hardcore tournament since then I've, I've, I've played Kador. That Krikic Karchev list has come out a few times. <laughs> yeah, it's not coming out ironically, yet. Ironically, um, I've never played War Machine without cards. Oh, this is this is a discussion for next time, yeah? <laughs> I'm sure we've done this discussion before, but okay. Richard Dean did ask that we do this, this, this discussion again, so I'm sure we can put that on the, uh, the agenda. For next time. Because I'm a convert. I really like War Machine now. Uh, War Machine? War, um, bah! <laughs> War Room. Tell you what, rather than have that discussion now, we can save it for the next time. do it next, next time. Yeah, exactly. Nick won't uh, be there, though. He'll vote it off. <laughs> I am the weakest link. Goodbye. Uh, so, Mike, what about yourself? Uh, well, first of all, I've been doing some painting uh, because I, I got bored the living room. of all the tin that was visible on my model. Um, and some of them have been sitting there in a half-painted state. Well, 
the halberdiers I painted, I originally started painting those for SmogCon 1. That tells you how long they were sat in that kind of half-done mess. It also says we've known each other far too long as well, I think. Yes. Uh, so SmogCon 5 was this year, and they started to be painted before SmogCon 1. So I've finished off 20 halberdiers. Um, I've painted up Gallant, who's been just a silver undercoat for as long as I can remember. Um, wrong guy and Snapjaw, they've uh, had a, a good going over as well. Uh, I've painted up a, a Rover, because Kev wanted to borrow that for the ETC. And to be honest, I've put that on the table there, and good grief, that is an effective jack with McBain. Um, Armor 22, you can't cripple the systems, it's got shield guard, and you can cast jackhammer on it. That that seems to work. Um, yeah, that'll work, I imagine so. Yeah, uh, I've got a painted Reinhardt, uh, Reinhardt as well. I keep wanting to say Reinhardt, and it's just doing my head in. Um, Charge! Yes. Um, I, I painted a Alexia 2, just in time for me to realise that she's be bad in Mark 3. Um, and I finally finished Rosinante. Um, which is that, uh, is that, is that, a, is that a, so a still war machine, or is that something else? That's mercenaries, that's the uh, character check oh, for Damiano. Right. I see. Yeah. That was euphemism. Never mind. No, 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 no. Um, Ross and had been sitting half-painted for a very long time because I'd originally put him in my Damiano list and went, this doesn't work with Damiano. I'll put it with McBain. And then Galleon came along and Ross and kind of went out the window. So... Well, literally. Pretty much. Although that said, my Ross and is converted from a metal one because the Merc plastic jack is terrible, terrible, terrible. And I'm just never going to let go of that one. Awful looking. Podcast of positivity? Podcast of positivity. It, 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 it is. Because you can still buy the Metal Nomad and convert it into whatever you like and it will look a lot better. And, and, and that's that. Yes, so, to agree to disagree. I, I, I know Richard Dean likes the plastic kit more, but I, I just can't agree. Because, he plays Signal anyway. Yeah, I, I just find the plastic it's, it's so bad. Um, I'm trying to think of what any other... I'm supposed to go and play him next week as well. Yeah. Uh, for the rest of any other business, I have actually got four games of Mark III in. Um, I've battle think... report. Battle report. Battle oh, actually, report. actually, actually, I've had none, but I also uh, presented my eldest with her Legion of Overblock starter box. Ooh. So I shall be teaching my... Uh, how old is she? Nearly nine. Year old had to play War Machine at the weekend because the Very nice. of holiday. Very yeah, nice. so if you hear the screams, don't come running. <laughs> well, the, the the one game I've lost of Mark Three so far has been against the most awful list I can imagine, which just uh, it was Vlad One with thirteen Berserker chassis jacks, and yeah, it's it's so many boxes to chew through. I, I got it down to five, of which two were nearly dead by the end of the game. I just went, no, I, I can't do um, It was hideous. But th the others have been quite positive. Um, Magnus 1 is pretty good. Um, played him against minions a couple of times. And he's still a nice toolbox caster. And power-up really benefits him. Uh, it means the renegades can go in and just chainsaw stuff down now, and he doesn't have to because he doesn't have to give up focus. Um, McBain, I really like the changes they made, other than the feet, because the feet has gone from uh, the amount of focus on him plus five models being super tough to being D6 plus five, and random feats are the devil. So. Especially for you. Well, I'll, I'll just say I've played two games so far. His feet covers D6 plus five models, and I've had six models twice. Yeah, because that's not for you. It doesn't work for you. Yeah. I roll dice, it comes at one. Yay! 
<clears throat> okay. Dice then. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, it's 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 all in the wrist. You need to slide perhaps, the dice across the table. Perhaps you should hire a dice roller for the day. To roll yeah, dice I'll, I'll just get Jimmy well, in with a dice tray. I'll, I'll just get Jimmy in with his fixed casino dice. Yep. So. Not that I'm alleging any impropriety there at all. No. God, I hate casino dice. Yes. I really fucking hate casino dice. Yes. Then Come I get... with all that other stuff you really enjoy. <laughs> life like, in general. It, life is fucking awful. <laughs> so Let's you just say. get out of the way. <laughs> and on that bombshell, Yay. I think we need to hand across to Alex to sign us off. You've been listening to Elite Country, the Holds of War Machine podcast that isn't always down in the dumps. I've been Alex. I've been Mike. I've been Kurt. I've been Nick. I've been Ben. He is always down in the dumps. <laughs> Successful episode! Bye! Bye! Bye, Bye Nick. Listening to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elite cadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. Well, That's I'm fine. out. I'm out already. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm dead. Man down. Man down. Man down. Man down. Uh, it took all my brain power to try and force a victory against Matt on Monday, so I haven't got much left. Been, I've been distracted like a, a kitten following um, a laser pen all the rest of the week. I did. It was very. It was. It was. Um, uh, talk about being carried by one model, and you've got Helios. That, oh, okay. that model is. I yeah. I proxied. I proxied the Hyperion into Helios, and um, and tried to run um, the old. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, who, uh, Assyria. I tried to run the old infantry grind Assyria around a colossal build. Yep. Um, let's just say ha- the everybody's in. Um, all the votes have been counted, and Houseguard are awful. Like they're just done. They are literally just done. You're, you're, ready, to say, you're ready to say they're trash. I'm, I'm ready to say they 
Uh, Halberdier still meet a niche roadblock, but they're still a bit they're a bit more pricey now. So yeah, S- Sentinels and uh, the only the only thing each one feels a kind of re- weird arc where you really want to kind of take them because you've got anti stealth shooting, ah, which Mr. Topham. I made it work. Hello. Oh God, you look sexy. <laughs> 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 it's weird. It's weird. Throw all decorum out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> so the problem, the problem you've got is you've got uh, Rat Five Infantry. They miss a lot. They've got to be aiming. Stuff gets to them in the end. Forests are a thing. Yeah, forests are really got, a thing. And they got um yeah, and they just got that weird like they get an extra dice if they're like eight inches away from you. And yeah, if they're eight inches away from you, they're probably already dead to something else. The halberdiers so are. Discussing, are we discussing mercenaries? No, uh, no, house guard, house guard. How utterly woeful they are. Everything in re- everything. everything with What's that? Just replace everything with sentinels. Yes, that is literally the plan from. <laughs> um, uh, but you do want some shooting in an Ossian list, so double stormfalls then. And that's it. Um, but Matt's list is um, a nasty killing machine with lots of incorporeal, and it won a tournament quite recently. So okay, we actually with Matt piloting it, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, Gatsby, three, uh, all the Crixie type horses, and then Black Black Bane's uh, whatever the hell they are. Ghost Raiders. Ghost Raiders. Yeah, yeah Ghost Raiders, uh, uh, which get swapped out for either Raiders or them. So. Ghost where, traders. Where are we live? YouTube. I'm <laughs> YouTube. Uh, Denmark. Yes. I can't see it. I'm looking at your YouTube and I can't see it. Interglobally. I, I I've literally just clicked the link that I posted to Twitter and it's live now. I can see it. Okay, that's fine. Do you, you posted do it to you Twitter. Think, I'll just steal that. You think we'd be big in Norway, in Denmark? Forget Norway. On that subject, no. what are our listening figures at the moment, Mike? Have we got any idea? I don't know because I've just switched hosting platform again. Um, <laughs> Every week. No, <laughs> I switched it a couple of weeks ago because uh, archive.org have started this bizarre thing where um, how to do it in layman's terms. Um, essentially, when when iTunes looks for podcasts, it looks for an audio link. The problem is that archive.org unless you do some real faffing about with it, now supplies a redirect from the link it gives you to another one, which registers in iTunes as text, which means it goes, oh, no podcast here, and just ignores you. Um, and so I've done some stuff, and we're back on Amazon Web Storage again, because, quite frankly, I've had enough. Isn't that where I finished to start with? Yes. So you've gone full circle and gone back to where I started Jesus this whole thing. Christ. Because I got so fed up of <laughs> faffing about... That's why I started there. It was because I couldn't be bothered faffing about. The I have actually got to the point now where I'm considering writing the RSS feed myself. That's how bad it got. Because it got to the point where I was posting the podcast and it's like every other one was turning up when it was the same exact text. It's just like, what is this? I can write these enclosures myself. It's fine. Um, but I've not quite got to that. Because again, more faff. I'd have to close down our feed burner account and. So before all this bullshit, do you know what our figures were? Uh, <laughs> let let me have a look. Because the problem is that Amazon, for some reason, has no proper statistics. 
Lovely. Basically, there's no easy answer to your... If you had to guess. Four. Just put a random number out there, four. Uh, Okay. The last episode which I didn't delete the link for was episode 67, um, which had 243. Um, And, let's see, okay, going from 59... Which is the top two rows. We've got 312, 374, 415, 300, 222, 349, 194, 243. So actually, so actually figures haven't changed that much since the early days. Well, we, we did have that period on Muse where an awful lot more people downloaded the show. Yeah. Um, Why did we go away from it, if you don't mind me asking? I don't really know what happened. Mike hates them. I don't hate them. <laughs> I. Have a strong dislike towards them. Can we start some controversy? No, not really. Um, Can we manufacture? I I just felt that where Muse were going with their podcasts and the selection of what what they wanted, what they wanted from us, and what they were as a network, and what they were doing didn't necessarily fit with what we were doing. Um, And so, I mean, we do still have the open account at Muse. Uh, it is still there to post to if we want to. I just don't. Um, and in essence, part of it is I would be trebling my workload <laughs> to actually get it working on Muse as well. Um, and don't get paid for this. No, no. In fact, at the moment, I am paying to do this. So, oh, should we start Ooh. Patreon? No. I will jab a fork in your eye, Benj. I've got glasses on. It will have to be extra thick. I, I honestly don't think a Patreon is, is such a bad idea. Do you honestly think it would take off, though? Probably not. Huh. I, I don't... Uh, I, I think we've got a, 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 a small listener base. I, I'm okay with where it is. And to be honest, paying $2 a month um, is not... So we're we just waiting for Kurt. Is that what we're doing right now? Yes, he said he'd be on in about five minutes. Okay. If, if we did have a Patreon, I could put together some special content, which is me ranting for three minutes about something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what How would that be any different from the show? Whatever's uh, going on is bench. I'd keep that rant off the show, or I'd just mention it slightly, allude to it. Oh shit, me! That's big news. Sorry, Steam What's just that? announced um, that gambling sites are now against its terms and conditions. No. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the CS:GO controversy. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that's just taken like how long to figure out that that's probably a bad thing. Oh, they sort of talked about 2011 was when they added in the features, this, that, and the other. <laughs> they now just basically putting a full stop to it. But that's 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 huge, actually. That's they're still going to be sued. Steam's still going to be sued. There's, there's right. a class that's going to be a few minutes. I I'm going to go to the laboratory, so okay. I'll uh, be back shortly. Cool. We'll yeah. have better podcasts for the next few minutes. <laughs> has it gone to? Um, oh, oh, gone also, to... Nick, don't forget that is not the big news. Big news. The, the big news, of, well, obviously, of yesterday was um, Anna Amari and the new changes for Overwatch. Come on. Oh, uh, yes, of course. I forgot her surname. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anna. Uh, uh, so I'm not, I'm not so hyped. Uh, Anna's a cool character. I quite like the character. Yeah. The character's pretty awesome looking. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the diva changes more than anything. Diva I, I'm sorry. is fucking oh, godlike I got, now. Here comes Benj. Uh, no, no Anna, Anna just feels it. okay. Anna just feels far too gritty for what Overwatch is. What? Have, have you actually but, looked at the backstory? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, look, 
Yeah, the lore seems too gritty for what Overwatch is right now. <laughs> which is like a Pixar-like... Um, what was that? ...of Overwatch yeah. is fighting for a better future. That is the yeah. entire concept of the game. But but nobody knows really who's bad. Even the guy that goes die 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 apparently is a misunderstood hero. No, supposedly. He's <laughs> no, no, no. People have argued that he is. You know, he he might not be as he, he he's fighting secretly against some. I don't no, know. no, no, no. In, the past, in the past, there was like there were two oh. versions of Overwatch. There was the light Overwatch and the dark Overwatch. The dark Overwatch yeah. were more like mercenaries and hitmen and things you mean like Blackwatch. That. Blackwatch, yeah. yeah. Um, and Reese was part of Blackwatch, but something happened to him to turn him into Reaper, and we don't know what that is yet. Yes, we do. Um, it, was taxes. it was the explosion at Mercy's lab that also took out uh, Morrison. Morrison's not dead. Yes, but he was thought dead for a very long time, <laughs> which is why he came back as soldier. Yes. Um, but we don't know what that did to him. And what okay. Okay. He now seems to be this ever-living being that eats the souls of people. Out of this reskin of essentially Team Fortress 2, it is literally the weakest Blizzard plot, though, and lore. Really? Have you played Warcraft 1? Uh, no, but uh, sorry. Wait, yes, I have, but not in a fucking long time because uh, sure. just, just, the movie. just go to the cinema and watch the movie, and it no, the movie's <laughs> even worse. The bombastic movie. I think we have to. Uh, I like no, China saved it. Yeah, yeah, China saved it. China got it enough funding that it's getting a sequel. But have you seen the Western box office receipts for? Uh, did it die on the uh, weekend? The the American weekend. Did it die? Uh, I'll. I'll just get the, the numbers out because they were frankly shocking. I won't see it twice. I did my part. That's good. I saw it once with my boss who saw it for free because he's got one of those unlimited cards. So he didn't yeah, yeah, I, I, I okay. have unlimited card as well, but it still counts. Here we go. Oh, okay. S- stop that. Stop uh, the laser. <laughs> um, okay. Production budget, $160 million. Yep. The foreign gross, $383 million. <laughs> Domestic US gross, $46 million. Wow. That, that's the Americans in, did not like that film. That's in over a month. Yeah, that's fine. To be honest, fuck the American market. I, you know, it's about time. It's about time the rest of the world got, you know. That's where you make your money, though? No, China's where you make your money. China's where they made the money. Yeah. <laughs> where they've made the money on that one. I mean, China loves Blizzard. I mean, look at that company that's just ripped off Overwatch to go back to Overwatch. And, and, and that's... Oh, they have, they have that rip-off of Overwatch where like most of the characters are vaguely similar and then it gets down to the sniper and it's just Widowmaker. Yes. <laughs> it's like we couldn't be bothered. It's, it's the reskin Widowmaker. Oh, no, no it wasn't. No, it was purple, they didn't even reskin it. It was just oh, Widowmaker. It didn't even change the colour. I would like to hear Tracer in a Chinese voice, though, and see if it's just as anor- as irritating. I, lo- I love the fact that people found out the punk skins are very sweary. Oh. Oh, the really? punks are very sweary. Are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they've actually called people a wanker and tosser and all this. It's yeah, very it's British like... swearing. Not... Wow. <laughs> wow. Cheers, love. The wankers are here. <laughs> right, that's kind of weird. Um, sorry, I can I can do a very high pitch mockney. So sue me. What? If you turn to full setup. What are we talking about? Are we going uh, with mine now? So we're, we're, we're talking about the ETC. I don't know what to say about it. It was when an event that happened. It. We're done with it. 
that, that's it. Me and I can leave after this little bit at the beginning because I wasn't. <laughs> I well, just... Alex does want to talk about the ETC, so we can at least spend some time on it. He doesn't, or does? Does. I, oh, he does. Okay. Yes. Has he got like? Has he got a script? I don't know. Well, don't, is it going to be? Don't ask me. It's not. Okay, can we talk about Boris Johnson becoming the foreign secretary? No. Okay, fine, fine, okay, fine. No politics at all whatsoever. But she looks like Palpatine. Benj, I will kick you. There was the Aww. good there was the good moment where May was the Prime Minister, Hammond was lining up and we were just waiting. <laughs> just waiting. No, no, stop, no, stop it. Stop. <laughs> no, it's all done. Either. Mike's no, Mike's gonna have a aneurysm. I, I like talking politics, but this is my escape from politics. Is it? Yes! Oh, okay. I thought it was, like, into politics then. Kurt's no, going to no. come and tell us all to shut up anyway. So. See, I, I go away and, and, and I paint little toy soldiers like this, which is on the table ready to be painted. You um, have painted a lot recently. What's wrong with you? I'm trying to get stuff done. I'm, I'm fed up having so much silver on the table. Uh, How about blue tack? How do you feel about blue tack on the table? No. <laughs> Sorry. It means, it means I get to have stuff like this. <sighs> it's a, it's looks black on your my, on your cam. Sorry. It probably does because the lighting is sort of all over here and. Yeah. If I swing it over, it turns white. Oh, and, uh... the random Alex noises have started. His face just oh, occasionally pops up. Pop. Russell, 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 pop. No, oh. it's like, I, there's also a like a cryogenic freezer type. Ch- that occasionally happens, which sounds like he's defrosting a turkey or something. <laughs> oh. oh my god! What? World's tallest world gamer. Hey, Curtis here. Oh no! Now I get told to shut up. He says hello. <laughs> it's your namesake. Hello. It's hello. Father. Has he got a microphone though? Apparently not. He will be oh, communicating. Oh, 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 oh. We had some oh, Alex Moses in Shut up. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. You did hello. exactly what we presumed you would do. What? Come in and tell us all to shut up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin's laughing then. That's a bit weird. Why? Because he's all depressed in the end of the world. Well, I'm not having a bad time with Mark III at the moment, so... That's <laughs> <laughs> the funniest you know. thing you've ever said. <laughs> all right. Oh, fine. Fine. <laughs> oh, nothing works. Everything's stupid. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to a tournament still for a couple of years. Months. Maybe next month. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not going to a tournament in about three or four weeks. Yeah. I've done Are you doing a team tournament? I'm going to the Carter team tournament, yeah. Oh. Ooh, the OTC. Very nice. Mm. How many Star uh, Warriors have you got painted? I've got a full unit. I don't more think I've filled it Huh? need more than that. For what? <laughs> for, for trolls. Ragnar and three units of Creels, man. That's I where it's I at. I don't own Ragnar. I'm not buying three more plastic heavy wall be- uh, light wall beasts that I'm never going to use. I'm going to wait for them to come out as a standalone figure. Okay. Are you sure you don't want another bouncer? What, because I've already got about two, and I need more than two. But you could start a new albino paint scheme. Ah! <laughs> I haven't finished the old one yet. <laughs> what, the old one or the old, old one? No, the old one. The old, old one was turquoise, and that's... Uh, I've got very little I've got very little that's still in turquoise. It's gradually diminishing. I could probably still put 50 points of turquoise on the table, though. I haven't said that. <laughs> well, it's not 50 points anymore. 75. Go the times, yeah. man. No. Oh, new, new 50, a new 75 either. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, we, I'm guessing we haven't started. Oh, we haven't really? started properly. But, uh, we, we're recording, but uh, we haven't started. Started. You are live on Channel Trom. Please do not. Nah. 
Go ahead. See if I care. I, I literally don't care. I've adopted a new method of editing that is even quicker than the old one. And, uh, yeah, I don't care anymore. So uh, is that called... just say eSports and it doesn't get beeped out? No, don't no care. it just deletes the whole podcast. <laughs> what, it does, what it does is it substitutes the sample of Jamie Bell saying "fuck you, Nick" over the top of it whenever you say esports athlete. Is there is there Jamie Bell saying "fuck you, Nick"? Yeah, I'm sure I can find yeah. it. Give me a minute. I'm sure I can find it. <laughs> and uh, I may be, I may be meeting him. I may be seeing him next week, hopefully. Because he's in London right now, isn't he? he oh is. yeah, he's, he's he going is. to celebration at the weekend. He is. Oh, I'm seeing him there, but I'm trying to liaise to hook up with him the week, uh, the following week. Enjoy that hookup. Yeah, I will. We don't need the details. Oh, Nobody yeah. at Hyper Japan, then. Okay, lots of toothbrushes no. and no trousers. What? No, no one, Benj. No, oh. Benj. You're alone there. Fine. All the plushies for me. Oh, you enjoy those Nick, plushies. There we go. Now you can enjoy all my painting in one... So I, like, I like that gallant painting, paint scheme. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. Gallant's also a fucking monster. No, it's good for something you painted, Mike. <laughs> Double-edged comments, really. We're going there. That's really good for you. I do only profess to paint to a tabletop standard. Um, and, and most tabletop, of... tabletop that's been knocked over. <laughs> I thought that was your brother-in-law's speciality. Well, it is no, my no. brother-in-law's speciality. <laughs> uh, I, still oh, have, have I still have the... So the mental image of the uh, pure blood wall smashing into all its component parts as it hit the floor. One of my myrmidons looks like it's gone through a menstrual problem. Um, basically, I've tried to do well. I've tried to do like blood and damage on the blades, and basically, I used a, a wash that I thought was akin to slightly a lighter Devlin mud, and now it just looks like it's red. So it's like it's got. Matt said it looked like it had gone through the wash with a red sock <laughs> on it. So, a white t-shirt with a red sock. <sighs> Which was annoying. Going. Mm. Oh. We need pictures if we're going to fully appraise this bench. I haven't got pictures right now. I've got, I've got Pokemon cards, apparently. And it's not Where's Pokemon Go, it doesn't count. I've got Pokemon Go too, and I'm terrible at it. So. Pokemon Go 2, is that out now, is it? Yeah, it's Electric Boogaloo. Ooh, the Pokemon... Is anyone actually playing it? No. Because we're not 12. Oh, come on. Where's your joyful, you know... I don't know. Pokemon is something that my children are interested in, not something that I'm interested in. I have plenty of other stuff to do, Bench. Or Fire Emblem. Not at the moment. No, it's supposed to be an Earthwatch. You playing an FPS is something I find... Hilarious. You play Zarya. It's not really FPS. You right-click an arc thing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's not just. It's not just Zarya. I play Junkrat as well. Yes, yeah, so you shoot in arcs. Can't aim, so just shoot in arcs. Can't aim. AOE. Also, Farah. Spam AOE. Yeah. Spam AOE. Yeah. Have you so Have seen, you ever seen a head? You've taken the approach to Overwatch that I've taken to War Machine. <laughs> <laughs> but place all the AOEs and just hope. Yeah, because I'm not playing my sick now at the moment. I'm playing Convergence and just playing as many ground pounders as humanly possible. Who's got ground pounder now? Assimilators. Mm. I'm, I do like your army of dildos. I do. Oh, God. Giant silver wangs of doom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like they come out of the ground. It's like, that's <laughs> horrifying. 
But what does it actually do? You have to like attach the. No one knows. What's the name of this jack Ooh. again? No. The assimilator. The ding dollatron. It's Bench, it is the dongolator. Oi, oi, oi. What was that? Careful. <laughs> it one rounded a storm clad. You both Hansons. One handed a storm. Does not mean you can confuse my neck. One handed a storm clad. Was that between rounds, or was it actually during the game? I don't know. Uh... Is that called fisting, though? Is it one handed? <laughs> Open fisting. Back, back, back to do Dodgeon. Back up. He's got back the back up. strike. It's back. all gone wrong. Here is my army of metallic wind-up clockwork dildos. Yeah. Well. Um... <laughs> Welcome to Elite so, Cadre. <laughs> I'm Alex. So, <laughs> I haven't even been drinking yet, but I may start in a moment. So, Alex, you want to talk about the ETC? Um, uh, yeah, can do. I, yeah. Well, you no, did last time. You know, when... Oh, wait, no, when you didn't turn up. Oh, no, wait, let's postpone a week, because we can't do it. Because Alex can't make it, because he really wants to talk about the ETC. Anyway. Yeah, kind of. ah! But then right. he can't. So you want to talk about a, bit, a bit about the ETC. Uh, Nick, you were there as well. Oh, no. I, sat, I sat in a comfy chair and gave some judgments. That's about it, really. Um, you were there. Yes, I attended. Uh, have you sent the points in for that yet? Ooh, do you no, get a certificate as a participant? It's okay. Very shortly. You can't, you can't be worse than, uh, than Lock and Load. Da, 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 da. Let's not go there. Let's not, not go there. We're not discussing that on air. Um, <laughs> oh. oh. We, we discussed oh. that. There are reasons. So, so oh, there are reasons. Yes. Um, so we've got that. And uh, what did you say you wanted to discuss something else, Nick? Um, no, you suggested the topic that I was talking to you about at uh, ETC. Oh, yes. At a convention events. And yes. Before. Which could be an interesting thing to go over. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Could be a fun discussion. I'm excited already. Dead horse are going to flog. Yeah. What were we flogging? Um, Dead horses. Oh yes, there's been some new models that we have. Yeah, Gitterix and such. Yeah. Oh uh, yes. Black thirteenth, Mark two, slightly taller. Um, Cricks, Black thirteenth. Cricks, Stormsmith Grenadiers, a new Menoth solo. No attachment. No Menoth two A. Okay. Alex has to be quoting from memory. His mic doesn't work if he's looking at the internet at the same time. <laughs> Harsh. I'll have you know that that's true. I know. <laughs> Cheers, love. Guys, did Alex send me a link at all in? Has anyone got the pictures for those? Um, I have on my phone. If you give me a minute, I'll get them. I don't think I've got the men off on because I can only find it on Instagram and you can't save pictures um, from Instagram. But I'll see if I can find Why are you using Instagram? Are you what? a hipster? Why are you using Instagram? Because I am the hipster. Oh, okay. Just, Just how. Oh, no. He does have one he's, of the bids he's, podcast. Yeah. He's technology queens, what he is. Okay. Cutting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> make, make of that what you will. Ah, there we go. October new releases. I've, I've got... So there's the Stormsmith Grenadiers and the Cricks Black 13th. I don't know what they're called. Have you got Tibbers as well? The oh, wow. Tibbers. Where did you link those? Reddit's broken. You oh, broke Reddit. Yeah. Ah, there we go. It's not, it's not usually a problem if you break Reddit. It's probably a good thing. It's designed for that thing, isn't it? Designed right, so that, that, that's four of them in a sidebar. Um, sidebar? Yes, if you click Girl. on the... 
I want to take it to a sidebar. Sidebar. I want to take it to a sidebar. Okay, so it's got the uh, <laughs> to a sidebar, sidebar. The mouth one, Tibbers, the Grenadiers, <laughs> the Satixis. Let's dot a war. I thought my nuclear war. At the sidebar, sidebar, <laughs> sidebar. It's just getting worse. <laughs> Welcome to Elite Card Right. <laughs> Oh, you wonder why we've not got many listeners. Oh, uh, do I do I work in a mental health trust or am I a patient? Who can tell? I'm going to write scripts then for us. How will that do? Will we get any viewers oh, then? Oh, if oh, if you go to the first episode, you can, you can can hear Kurt reading off a script. <laughs> that oh was amazing. God. That was amazing. I don't want. I don't to. remember that. The days where we used to be like. I don't remember prepared. that. I don't think it was episode one. I think it was episode no. two. No, was it came up with the plan? That we should all kind of give a, an introduction about ourselves and stuff, and we all wrote one out. It was shit. Wasn't it? it might have been episode one. It might have been episode one. But episode one, it, looking back on it now, is bad. All Did you all wear shirts and ties? Can we have a reboot? Because it's got like, better now. Have a reboot. Yeah, I was gonna say they're all really bad. They're all really bad. We're quite ourselves. Yeah. It's got worse since Benji's come on, though, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got. It's literally. Oh, well, it did get better for a while when Nick left. <laughs> Sorry, here's to ruin it for you now. Harsh. What? Nick is, I know. We hate that you ruin it for it as well. I can't tell somebody's eating or typing. Both. Typing. Eating the keyboard. (laughs) Nice. I'm putting a few bits in some baggies. (laughs) Drugs. Drugs. Literally (laughs) on Drugs. 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 What the fuck is that? There we go. I'm really glad I rushed on here for us to start the podcast. Is this a flashback episode then, if we're talking about all this stuff? What's that a quote from? What? That's a quote from the School of Benj. Is it? Actually, for all the new releases, well, for most of the new releases, you can go there. What, the press website? No, not quite. It, it is an APP website, I think. I'm not sure. Actually, no. Sorry. It isn't. It's... Are they still on schedule this year? Redirecting you to War Machine release. Uh... What's this we're looking at? I quite like the... Uh, I quite like the cons- I, I have now a concise mini rulebook for Hordes Mark III. It's quite nice. It's wrong, but it exists. I need my glasses. Why is it wrong? <laughs> uh, the rules for charging preclude you charging knockdown models. Uh, yeah, that's that's, 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 that's intended. That's intended. Yeah, players intended. Who would like to take a fluffy way to explain how why you can't beat people up with gang on the floor? Because the rules say so. That's it. Where's End the fuck? This... What about what about what about Aurora? The Aurora problem. That's just uh, the whole thing where she makes the jack station and therefore can't get gang on it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna hit this with a boosted. Oh, I hit it. Can you no, play him in scorn now as well, can you? Uh, no, okay. If you want the real rules ridiculousness, it is the whole thing of, I'm behind a forest, I'm invisible. For the front portion of my base is in a forest. I'm completely visible. My whole base is in the forest. Now I get plus two death. It's the whole fact that moving into the forest makes you temporarily more visible. I did, so I have, did. Not, have they still not got the three-inch line of sight rule then? No, no. There, well, there is the three-inch blocks line of sight rule, but okay. Let's say you've got a two-inch thick forest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're completely invisible behind it. Yeah. But, one yeah, one's on one side, one is on the other. The first one moves in. If it only moves partially in, despite there being no line of sight that's not through the forest, it doesn't get concealment, and it annoys me. And Why? Said, hang on, hang on, hang on. Why is it? I was already with a joke, and then I actually realised I better listen. What? Um. <laughs> you have to be completely within to get concealment. Then. Yeah. Right. I thought that was the case. 
That's just a general rule of everything. Almost everything is now completely within. If I just control F and begin to completely within. Uh, robot boy, do you My name is Bastian. I don't know what's happening to Nicky. Appears to have um... become Nick. That's what Nick always sounds like. That's what Nick always sounds like. Yeah, in person as well. I found. Okay, so the new releases I've got are the Black Thirteenth, the Inflictor, the Carrion Thralls, Getterix. Uh, I can't remember. Six. Getterix the Druid. I can't remember the name of the man. I thought, what's she called? Dave. Hello, Dave. Dave. You're my wife now. Ah, the, the Knights Exemplar Officer. Uh, Does she? Tiberian, the Stormsmith Stormsmith Grenadiers. Stormsmith Grenadiers. And the uh, Satixis Gun Majors. That real thing? I thought Alex was making that up. I thought I'd been trolled. No. No, no, there's a three-man unit of Satixis Gun Majors. Quicks, Black Black 13th. 13th, Quicks, okay. No, they're not Black 13th because they're not characters. Shut up. Uh, Both uh, Quicks and... I think it's good work. It's all good. Both Quicks and Mercenaries have got three-man Gun Mage units now. Because uh, mercenaries have the thorn mages. That will also work for protector. Right? Yes, Yay. because they have fire guns. Fire. Yeah. Um. If if you hit with one, okay, it's three models for nine points. They've got two shots each, and one of them, one of the options for the shots is continuous fire. But if one of them walks into a bar, then what happens? Oh dear. I can't. Remember. What 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 are the quick swans? Is it black penny and? They auto hit and then they auto kill giant things, probably. There's some classy rules there. Oh, if it's trolls, quick attack trolls, trolls dead. I'm just gonna get my iPad. It's, like, it's like another one of the revert to Mark One type rules. Clang, drop mic. Excellent Good work. Mic, drop mic. Mic, drop mic. Apparently so. Bing. This is your captain calling. This is the captain calling. Just now. Hello again. No. Don't you remember that Muller advert? Yes. It's well bloody not. awful. So you said to remind the word of that why? I'm awful. That, that, is that, true. That, is true. that is true. That is true. Literally terrible. Point well taken, sir. Thank you. Knowing one's limits and all. And... So has Nick just disconnected forever? or? We hope Hopefully. so. Hey! Consensus reached. Consensus reached. We agree. Really? <laughs> the world can end now. We've reached peak elite cadre. Peak elite cadre. We hate Nick. He's gone. We're happy. Let's all drink. Ah, there we go. Satixis Gunslingers. So, so Kurt, it's uh, seven points for three models. Right. Uh, Rat six with two mage locks each. Right. And they've got Black Penny, Feedback, yeah, and uh, Blood Mist. So if they box a living or a dead model, centre a three-inch area... And they, and, they, and they obviously have to choose between those abilities. They can't use all those every turn for every shot, can they? Yep, they choose between them. Okay, I was joking. I thought they should get all of them. Because nope. it's quick. <laughs> because quick. Because quick. Oh, wow, okay. Seven points for three models. Yep. Five wounds? N- no. No. Not that, that's not, that's not it, too. Yeah, they took those away from the... Um, what happened? Uh, What's the, happened to the, the, the dwarf slug, sluggers? Troll sluggers? They're the cost of multi-wound infantry, but they've only got one wound each. Mark three, mate. <laughs> Welcome to the new world. You're starting to sound a bit like me there, Kurt. You know, with I'm, well, I'm just not going to play them. It's fine. I didn't think I wasn't exactly married to them in the first place, but it's like... <laughs> you didn't play them in Mark two, so... They, they, they barely got off the shelf. They got half painted and left there. They're like, oh, they'll go with Gumbion. Oh, the crap. Gumbion's not crap, though. No. 
I haven't played him yet, though, but no. I think I've sold my Gumbion, actually. I, did, I need a new Gumbion. Here we go, Kurt. So we've got Lee's Gun Mages for you now. Yeah. They're Rat 7. Yeah. Nine points for three of them. Okay. So they've got a Roth 2 gun, which is another Mage Lock, so a range But how can they fire that? Because they need focus to fire both weapons. Both yeah, damn right. Yeah, good point. Not anymore. Um, they've got what Black Penny, Continuous Fire, Thunderbolt, and both barrels. Give them both bloody barrels. So they can have three power 14 shots a turn. Wow. Oh, and they've got Prowl as well. Are they boxes? No. No. What? That's quite nice. Is your army, your army your way, though? My army and my way. I wouldn't... My way, my way, my and way or the highway? And with bacon as well, extra bacon. Uh, and your wings. Yeah. Let's have a look. Jalapenos. Sluggers aren't that bad. The points, though. Look at the points. I, th- okay. I agree they're not bad. Look at the Eight, points. Hang on, hang on. Eight points for three... That's actually cheaper than the mercenary gun majors. Seems like a lot of points. Yeah. I'm not used to any points. So, it, it's only one point more than the Satixis gun majors. Seems and, like a lot of points for crap. And you've got D3 POW 13 shots. Admittedly, because of the blank back of the card, they do look like they're in need of a rule. Or a UA. Yeah. Or some wounds. I don't think wounds would solve it, because they're trying to take those away from things. Make me feel better. Although I have noticed in the games I've had so far, the infantry kill is not quite as high as I thought it would be. No? No. Um, I, I thought it would be a lot quicker to chew no, through this the This sounds awfully like conversation we could be having on but the episode. But Nick's not here, so we can't move on. Well, well I can move on. Am I less like Bastion now? Oh, 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 you're here. Okay. I, well, I've been here the whole time. I just was Bastion by it. You just muted. I was right. boop-booped. Fair enough. Uh, so we can discuss the new releases. Um, we can discuss the ETC. Um, oh, can't be bothered. <laughs> I I gonna, I that's not even funny. <laughs> Does anyone know his address? Uh, Alex, yeah. Pipe, pipe bomb inbound. No, no, uh, me inbound. <laughs> <laughs> me inbound. Uh, that's a f- yeah, that's four minutes. You're safe, though, Alex. It'll take three weeks. You can move by then. <laughs> I could fill the tank up and I can be there in four or five hours. <laughs> What's the range on the t- on the gun on the tank? <laughs> Seventeen inches. Uh, Two fish anyway, in the tank. We could talk about the uh, the well. We can talk about double elimination as a potential for. Um, no. Nope. Yes, we can. If you don't want to join in with the discussion, that's fine. Um, that sounds like a segue into not nightclub news. I might be the only one old enough to know what that is, but I know what not nightclub news is. It definitely sounds yeah, like a one. reference to, to that. Yeah. It, 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 uh, not the 9 o'clock news is what uh, reinvented the term for a collective group of orangutans, was it? I think so. I can't remember. Now in proper scientific papers, they have had the flange. No, it's a flange of baboons. A flange of baboons, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's been used in a proper scientific paper and is now an actual thing. Nice. Um, right, so what cast do we want to do for spelling it out? 12. I agree. We have a completely clean slate. I have read on the spreadsheets. Oh, because I'm marked three, and therefore everything's completely different. Yes, it Except is. Shut the up. Except the stuff that's the same. I think we should totally do AD3. There we go. We have uh, a volunteer. We're doing AD3. Uh, no, I've not got the same. more room yet, though. What? Let's not, let's not do uh, AD3. Oh, he comes back for ten minutes, and suddenly we're doing Signar. I thought we didn't do Signar at all. Given that there are three people, four people who play Signar on this podcast. How do you get four? Me, you, Nick, and Benj. Oh, he's accusing me of playing Signar. I'm a pillow with him now. It, it, it's the storm wall on your shelf that gives it away. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, no, he never actually played Signar. There was some granola and some models. I don't think he ever actually it's played. Right. I have never actually fielded a storm wall. I just own one with a lot of granola. Have you played Signar? Have you played with Signar though? Whatever. Yes. In Mark what? Mark one or two or three? What? What? Ever. Ever? ever? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, what cast? Well, what casters of people played repeatedly in the new version? None. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to know what my number one played caster is, Mike? Do you Clara Sloan. Yes, yes, it is. Actually, she's, she's been controversial. I've this whole version altogether. Range popping of going, oh, it's getting range. She, she's been controversial, so we're doing Clara Sloan. Someone mind screen printing played? her cards and uh, putting them in the group chat so I can see. There's only two things you need to know, Alex. We've got War Room. Fire and Fire Group. Well, we'll be going through the cards one by one, or rather, Nick will. Um... We'll be laughing at him. Yes. Um, and, yeah, that's that's really it. Also, being as the painting table's kind of expanded out to something different and more hobby-related, I'm, I'm going to rename it to any other business. Cool, so I can talk about no. Nerf guns. Because... talk about Nerf guns. Sure, why not? I'm not doing any. I'm no. painting trolls right now, but, you know. Don't sigh, Alex. Um, that's because he hasn't done any business. That's yeah. why he's sighing. doesn't sound like he's doing any business. Right, let's go. I'm Alex.